It's bigger on the inside. Is it? I've noticed. Everybody, Nickname here. Welcome back to Bigger on the Inside. As always, I'm joined with Ringo. Hello, hello, hello. Um, so <laughs> apologies for how late uh, this uh, episode has been. Everything kind of got shift shifted back. So mm-hmm. we we're hoping to get the uh, Twice Upon a Time and Best of Series Ten done early January. Uh, and this was going to try and be, like, mid-January, but it never works out like that. <laughs> so, no. so um, apologies for that, but that being said, we do still have a fair amount to talk about in this episode. Um, so, the main highlight of this will be our anticipated uh, 2018 movies. Mm. Mm. Just like we did, just like we did last year. Um, oh, they, I can't remember. So many of my picks are so was, bad. Oh my god, like <laughs> so bad, like so bad that I haven't seen like two of them. Like, okay. <laughs> um, but how have you been, Ringo? I have been good. Um, final year of high school has made everything a living nightmare. Not that, not instantly. Just like it's warming up. It's like, hey. You're going to be not doing the things you want to do this year, but that's okay. Because, you know, it's a universal thing, you know. As long as I know that other people are suffering, it makes my suffering a bit better. Because you, you gave me some wisdom about year 12, which was nice. Yeah, as a person that's been through year 12 and Ugh. come out the other side. How did you do just... it? How did you make it? How did you, like, um, just, just... I counted the days. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like 158 days till till year 12 is over or something like that. And just <clears throat> uh, but it's it's year 12 is a bit weird because you're too focused on studying to really worry about doing anything else. Essentially, mm-hmm. like I, I I have no like I had no social life after <laughs> after that. Like even though I had very little of a social life, I practically had zero social life. Yeah, towards the end of year 12. And then I jumped straight into uni, which was... Oof. Yeah, yeah I, I still prefer uni over U12. I, I definitely <laughs> see myself being the same. Like, uni just seems so, you know... I, I wouldn't say, you know, better. It just seems better in terms of just general. But, you know, you're it's, there. It's, it's, a, it's a relaxing contrast by comparison, Ooh, put it that, that way. That, that's great to hear. But, I, I, it, yeah, when I say that, it's not like a walk in the park, but compare compare anything to Year 12, it's just, <laughs> it's a relaxing time by comparison. Um, yeah, so, personally for me, my main problem is that if you can't really tell, I've been sick on and off. Um, uh, I, I, <laughs> I got it somehow just after my birthday, so... Mm. Thank God it wasn't on my birthday, yeah. it was just after <laughs> that, it. That so. would not have been. Um, so I'm just nursing that back to health. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, apart from that, no. Just, I'm going on a cruise, by the way. I'm really excited oh. about that. Yeah, never fun. been on a cruise, so I'm really trying to make sure that I feel better before then because they don't allow sick people on the boat for obvious reasons. Yeah. So, so I got to make sure that I'm 100% come early March. So yeah, that's gonna be exciting. Um, do you want to get straight into Doctor Who news? Sure. All right, let's just jump right into jump it, right shall in. we? Yes, I. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist the Philip DeFranco reference, you know. So the first bit of news we have is that Jodie Whittaker's first episode is not just going to be an hour. It's going to be 65 minutes. Oh! I know, right? How exciting is that? 65 minutes get... of Jodie Whittaker on <clears throat> my screen. I'm excited. Yeah, you get five more minutes than expected. Hopefully is... that means that people will be... That things will be... I just want a really well-paced episode. It's all I want. I don't want this bullshit like, you know, you solved the issue in like two minutes. I, I just want it to be a solid to really... No, fuck solid. I want it to be a really good episode, really well-paced, so the bitches will stop complaining. And that is all. <laughs> it's like, how funny would it be? Like, it goes for like the 60 minutes is all like set up. And then the last five minutes is resolution again. Um, don't even... <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. Like you spend like I don't know twenty minutes just doing like a swooping, <laughs> swooping shots. Mm. Uh, I really wouldn't put it past them though. To be fair. Pardon? Oh yeah. Because <clears throat> we've got all our cinema, like our professional filming, <laughs> filmic cameras. You know. Oh, it's, I hope I have. My expectations are like all over the place, but they're always rising. Like they're all. I'm always just so excited. But you know, I, I'm in, yeah. I'm intrigued, intrigued. But I'm, hmm. but I, I'm, I'm really pushing down my expectations purely because I want to go in feeling like it's going to be terrible and then come out surprised. That's, yeah. that's how my usual motivation. That's is. a good way to see something. So, so, yeah. sort of stay neutral with a bit of like positive, and then just be like, "Whoa, that's that's great." So yeah, I could, like if I could, you. If you guys have been paying attention to, like, the past four episodes, you know, you guys know I've got concerns with Series 11. And what we'll get to at the very end is going to be another reason why I'm concerned about (laughs) Series 11. But, um, we will get to that very shortly. Livia Coleman. Everyone loves Livia Coleman. She was great in that. She was great at crying in Broadchurch. Remember that? Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> I was such a depressing character though good on her but still Christ mm. well anyway she wants to play a Doctor Who baddie again I'd go for it see my problem is, is like, how are you going to differentiate that from um, Prisoner Zero like she wasn't like a minor thing like like you know at the end you know she was I get how, how you can recast people but she wasn't really you know minor enough you know so if they do do it, put on a bunch of makeup, you know, a weird maybe. Yeah, that'd be the only way I think they could do it is if she like really, if you couldn't tell that it was her. Like she'd have to look like an actual monster. She could. I, I don't think she could look like <laughs> Olivia Coleman herself, because that's gonna be like, hang on, what? So <laughs> <laughs> like I saw the eleventh hour. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it, 
this is it. It's probably the only way you could really work it. I mean, like, Mark Gatiss is probably the example of being able to do that. He did, he, he played Lazarus in, um, uh, the Lazarus Experiment, and then he played that, his name's Ganton or something, the, oh, the yeah. chess guy. <laughs> Remember the chess guy I was talking a, about? That was, that was a role. That was like, yep. Yeah. That was his best performance in anything ever. That's his defining role. Uh-huh. But he, but you, he was all dressed up in like cosmetics, and you couldn't tell it was him. That'd be the only way I would accept <laughs> Olivia Coleman coming back into the show. Uh huh. All right, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I feel like it was like we don't have much to say about those two. Uh oh. But this next one, I want to. I want to just do your worst. What's the topic? Okay. Nick? What's the topic? So there's been a rumor that's been floating around that. Uh, the BBC wants to move Doctor Who away from Saturday nights. And I don't like this idea in the slightest. Go. Rant. (laughs) Rant, rant. Okay. Well, no, the reason why I don't like this, because if they're going to move away from Saturday nights, chances are they're going to move it to Sunday. And if they move it to Sunday, Mm -hmm. that's going to fuck up the (laughs) Australians big time. Because... Mm. It's going to leave the ABC in this predicament. Either they air the episodes on a Monday, or they air it the Saturday after. Either way, they're going to lose a significant amount of viewership by doing so. Do you see, what I, do you see, do you see why I've got such a problem with that? I do, but you're not being aggressive enough. I want the Nick to, like, you know, unleash. <laughs> well, no, because the problem, the problem is I was discussing this with a guy on Twitter... And that's where most of my aggression is. I'm kind of, kind of, accepted the fact that no matter, but doesn't care. BBC won't care about Australians, you know. But I think uh, the the worst part that could happen with this is that if the ABC choose like, if this happens, mm-hmm. and the ABC loses the significant viewership that I predict that it will, yeah, then chances are they may drop the show entirely. And if that oh, happens. God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If that happens, then we may see another Sherlock. Now, for people outside Australia, they may not be familiar with what happened to Sherlock. So, with Sherlock, it was picked up by Channel 9. And Channel 9 Ugh. don't really give a shit about Sherlock. Fuck Channel 9. They just... Yeah. All the freaking... Unless it's like the most popular thing since sliced bread, all the big channels, like 7, 9, 10... Release American or UK or whatever it is, shows so late, and it just hurts being so behind, and just I get why you're angry now because I don't want that to ever happen to good old yeah. Doctor Who. This is this is my big concern is that ABC chooses to drop to drop Doctor Who because <laughs> the last thing I want is for a there to be ads in Doctor Who mm-hmm. because. Seriously, BBC America does this with with when they put ads in, and it doesn't work. And or B, it gets moved to Stan, which is what they did with Sherlock, and that means you have to download their uh, uh, their their premium service. And I really don't really feel like doing that just to watch mm-hmm. a show. So the main problem with this is just. The, the Australian repercussions for this <laughs> and I <laughs> that's this is why it really really bugs me it's like I just just don't do it if if the ABC have any say in this 
I hope that they make sure, no, if you keep it to Saturday nights, we can air it on the Sunday night, just like it's always been for the past 54 years. <laughs> like, I feel like, I, I'm okay with change, but even I feel like that's one step too far. <laughs> just, ah, uh, it, it just re- it's, it's, it gets, it gets on my nerves and just... I just need to calm down. Just need Good, to rant. Don't let off some steam. It's okay, Nick. What are your thoughts on it? <laughs> I don't want Channel 9 to have Doctor Who. That's my thoughts on it. I'm done. <laughs> That's all I want to say about that. Because Sherlock, you know, is a near-perfect show, right? And, um, you know, fuck what we did to it. Because, you know, there were times when I, when I watched episodes of that show... You know, not in the most legal of way, but because I had to, not because I wanted to. So, if Doctor Who could not go through that, that would be great. Thank you. Yeah, see, see, that's the reason why I said that they would lose a lot of viewership. Because you don't watch Doctor Who on a Monday. Everyone that comes, Everyone's at work then. I mean, theoretically, you can put it on iView and then on, on the Monday and then... And then, I don't know, <laughs> air the Saturday after. But... People will find a way to watch it <laughs> just uh, like at the same time, if not just after. I know some sites if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not condoning it, uh, but I'm saying that people, like we live in this day and age where people are very impatient in regards to having to wait. Yeah. And it's not like free to wear itself is like doing hugely. People go to Netflix for a reason. Um, it's just, I, d- I don't see this benefiting ABC in the slightest. I hope that the, the BBC knows this mm-hmm. and just, just leaves this alone. Just, 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 I agree. Just put it to the back of your mind and never <laughs> think about it again. It's a dumb idea. Don't make it happen, please. Um, yeah, there you go. This is my, this is my, my little rant. Nice little rant. Um. And now we need to, to go to like some, some some slightly happier news. Yes, I'm interested um, in what this is. So, <laughs> Billy Piper, she did a did a was it a tweet? I think it was a tweet where she was like, "Oh, I've got some big news for you." And then like one of the emo- one of the uh, emojis she used was like a rose. People were like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Is Billy Piper gonna be in series <laughs> eleven? Oh my god!" They were losing their shit. Turns out, that wasn't the case. Not in the slightest. She was actually promoting the chance to actually meet her in, at a Broadway show. But, um... This sparked up... This, this sparked a lot of speculation as to what it would be like if Rose was brought back into the show. And I'm intrigued to know what your thoughts are if they, if if, they ever chose to do that again. I think... Look, as much as I liked her in season, in season one, no thanks. I think, you know, the the little bit in Day of the Doctor that was was great. I loved that. I don't think you you should really add on from that. If I'm being perfectly honest, you know, just bring back Donna if you're gonna bring back, you know, the best companion Doctor Who. But I respectfully decline. Good day. <laughs> I respectfully <laughs> decline. What do you? Uh, are you a for or against or an unsure? You, uh, do you think it's gonna? It if could she happen? comes back as Rose, I think it's gonna be a bad idea, 
Because I think that she had the whole, oh, Rose is returning back in Series 4. I feel like they've they've used that up. So, I, I just, I don't see it working to the benefit of, benefit of the show. I don't see, yeah, I don't see a narrative benefit. I just see like a reason to just add her in because fans, you know. And you should also, never do that for fans. Like just, you yeah. know. Yeah. Also, considering the fact that basically they're doing clean slate for like practically everything, bringing back Rose, the first companion of the new series, sounds like a pretty dumb idea to to contrast like the whole clean slate thing. So I don't know. Uh, I, I'm personally glad it didn't happen. Sorry, Rose fans, but um, yeah. It was it was it was fun to watch the hysteria while it lasted. <laughs> I think even she got she got probably got a little <laughs> kick out of that. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I've calmed down from my rant about you calm Saturday. Feel better. That was good. Uh, the day of the doctor. So the day of the doctor, infam- infamously, at one point had zero doctors in it. <laughs> Um, but at one point, it also had the ninth Doctor before he, um, before Christopher Eccleston turned it down. Um, so, that version of the script is now being, uh, released to charity, oh. which I think... Yeah, I reckon that I would love to read intriguing. that, honestly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I hope, <laughs> I hope as soon as they, 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 uh, get it, they just scan all of it and they <laughs> upload it to the internet, Please you know? be a nice person. But whoever gets that, that's that's gonna be a very um sorry. That's gonna be a very unique item to have, so mm-hmm. I expect it to go for moderately well. Um Yeah. Yeah. I just I just hope that we that it'll eventually surface on the internet one day and we all get to experience the story that never was. The one with the nine, ten and eleven in it. That would have been <laughs> so interesting, isn't it? The idea of not know, having yeah. the War Doctor. It would have been great. I mean, obviously John Hurt was phenomenal, but you know, what could have been, right? Mm-hmm. Could have been, but never was. Um, all right. So twice upon a time, it got a seven-day official rating of seven point nine two million viewers. Mm. Um, it actually makes the highest-rated episode of Doctor Who since last Christmas. Oh. Not 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 last Christmas. The episode last Christmas. Oh yeah, okay, I, I thought so. <laughs> just wanna just wanna clarify that. Mm. Um Yeah, so that's Nice. Um I'm just looking at it. So by comparison, um uh I can't think of the name. Voice of the Dam still the most popular with thirteen point three one million. Uh the next doctor is next highest. Um it actually, so, by comparison, it's the third least, <laughs> see, as as good as I made it sound, it's the third least watched Christmas special, uh, since, oh. since Christmas Invasion. Oh, what a, I love that episode so much, oh my god. I could, although, if, if there's any positives there, uh, it has been on increase for the past three years, so, the Husband's River song has actually been, is the lowest, with 7.69 million. The Return of Doctor Mysterio was 7.83 million, and Twice Upon a Time was 7.92. So, 
Hmm. It's a slight increase, but it's still the third worst overall in regards to the rest of the the Christmas episodes. So, um, I don't know. Take from that what you will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's such a dour note, isn't it? <laughs> uh, it was all happy for a second there, and then it just crushed it, just like that. So, any thoughts? No. No? No, just, no this one just, I have thoughts on. Just just basking in all your glory? Oh, all right. You know me. So, according to Mark Gatiss in an interview with Entertainment Weekly, uh, he was actually asked to return to write for the show for Chibnall. Um, he said he sweetly emailed me and said he'd love me to continue because I'm a big part of the Doctor Who family, which I was very touched by. Uh, he turned the opportunity down, but admitted at the moment he didn't know. Never say never. But I've had such a brilliant time and I feel very blessed to have worked on it for 10 years. It might just be time for someone else to have a go. Uh, he added that it's all new people working on the show and that Chibnall has a totally different way of working. So, what it seems to me is that Series 11 will have entirely new writers. Yes. What do you think of this? Oh. As, as, as a clean slate? I love remember? clean slates, but I'm also obviously a bit, you know... You endorsed it before it even happened. Just remember that. Like, Hashtag blame George. Look, I love the... The, um... You know... The, uh... You know... 11th hour sort of like new wire new doctor sort of let's just you know it, it sort of felt like a new show but it you know obviously you know didn't but if this gets a similar treatment and you know the episode's actually good all for it I'm all for you know giving us something new in terms of Doctor Who I think Moffat was great I would say he's welcome a bit so giving us not only a new, a new lead writer but new writers altogether. And if that means, you know, no one carrying over. Yeah. I'm I'm down. I'm obviously a bit nervous about and unsure about, you know, if this new take will be good, but it's a new take and I like new stuff. So my answer is Excited. With a bit of <laughs> with a bit of Yeah. That's my take. See, Back to you, Nick. I, I I'm intri- I'm intrigued. Make that my word of the day. You're, that intrigued. is your word of the everything. Um, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued, but also concerned. There you go. That sums <laughs> up Series 11 for me as a whole, and this is no exception. Uh, the reason why I'm a bit concerned about this is just purely because the lack of writing experience on the show. Now, this could Fair. either benefit the show, or it can really hurt the show. The fact that there's been no previous experienced writers. Like, if you compare that to Series 5, in Series 5 you had Mark Gatiss, who wrote Victory of the Daleks. You had mm-hmm. uh, Toby Whithouse, who wrote Vampires of Venice. You had Chris Chibnall himself, he wrote the Silurian two-parter. And then you have Gareth Edwards, who wrote The Lodger. So those that's four experienced writers on top of Stephen Moffat. Now, if you think about it, I think there's only two new writers that we introduced in Series 5. You have yeah. Richard Curtis, who wrote Vincent and the Doctor, and then you had Simon Nye, who wrote Amy's Choice, and that was it. Everything else was experienced writers and Stephen Moffat. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's why I'm, that's why I'm that's, concerned. I get that, but... Yeah, okay, I can't really contest that. 
<laughs> it's like I, I I do think my thoughts out thoroughly as to why I'm concerned. So, as as great as series five was, at least you knew that you'd had previous writers to come in and yeah, I I know this is probably a bit, I guess, too much of a clean slate, if that's what <laughs> I'm getting the vibe I'm getting from you. But see, I still wanted to feel like Doctor Who. Yeah, but I've had nothing nothing yet sell me on the fact that it will still be Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. God, I hope that episode one is fantastic. It better be. <laughs> they have you n- need... they don't have any pressure at all, right? None at all. No. You kind of... Uh, I, I feel bad for Chibnall because I think he just wants to do the show his way, but the, the thing you don't want to do is alienate your fans and so far... As I said, I'm intrigued, mm-hmm. but also extremely concerned. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's they're, they're, they are my thoughts uh, about that bit of news. Uh, and that wraps it up. Yes, there have been like uh, set shots, and I'm aware of that. And I know there's a basic premise of episode two that I'm not getting into, mm-hmm. um, but... But Ringo has not seen any of that, so I would not bring it up to, to satisfy his uh, satisfy going my... in, going in blind kind Thank of mentality. You. I appreciate yeah. that. Because that's that's what I'm here for. I'm here. To, I'm here to care for the Hoovians. Ah, <laughs> uh, yep. But um, any final thoughts on that before we go straight into our anticipated? No, sir. Let's talk movies. Let's talk movies. So. <laughs> okay not bad not bad thank you I could have gone a bit you longer you, but held, I you held that note <sighs> for, for a significant time as the person that's done choir in the past it, I know that oh, it's actually quite did, hard to what? hold note you didn't yeah oh nice yeah. I was in choir for four years in primary school yeah back when I back when I didn't have the deep voice <laughs> I could really hit those high notes, you know. But you'll never have <laughs> seen that footage. So, take from that what you will. Anyway, we're getting off topic. <laughs> uh, let's talk anticipated 2018 movies. Now, as I said beforehand, <laughs> okay, sorry. we, uh, we should have... We were going to do this a little <laughs> earlier. We were going to do this a little earlier, but someone decided he wanted to have a holiday at Queensland. <laughs> Just throwing you under the bus there, George. <laughs> okay punk um, but yes so we we came up with 20 movies just like we did last year however this year is a little different because instead of there being 10 unanimous there is only 8 uh, purely because uh, George has been on an indie binge and doesn't like anything okay listen right <laughs> I like yeah, you really. You I can love your unique picks and tell me otherwise. Look, it's not my fault that I'm exploring the stuff that you don't know. The mass is being blinded. Okay, I'm here to stand up for my indie boys, and the honestly, mostly boys? aren't even that indie. But yeah, I'm ready to to to, to persuade you to add them to your list, Nick. Let's yeah, go. well, I'm, I have no intention to persuade you from my list. I mean, I'm just gonna yeah, I'm just gonna rattle them out. 
Okay. Gonna gonna let the premises do all the talking. So what's to me. what's the order system? Have you thought this through? Because I have not. Um. So let's let's do like we did last year. We'll talk about our unanimous films first. Oh, the first so, two um, are already like, oh my god. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, you, okay. you lead us in. You, okay. You, so what, what's our first unanimous movie? My that we the first talk? unanimous pick is my second most anticipated film of 2018. It is a sequel to the best superhero film ever made. You can't... Uh, that's right. That's a fact. The Pixar's Incredibles 2 is our number one. You know, I must pick. Sure is. Okay, now, I was in the trailer that was recently released. I'm not going to see a trailer because I'm a pretentious prick. So, um, okay. unless... Uh, uh, I without spoiling anything... Hang on, without spoiling anything... Yes. I'm aware of the basic I, plot line, so you don't need to worry about like, the whole... No, the animation... Oh, God. ...looks... Stunning. Oh. Okay. Because I've heard things about how like how detailed like all the fibers and shit is, and I'm excited. Go. Sorry. Go. Oh my god. Yeah. No. It's just everything looks crisp. Um. uh, This is really hard to really explain why it It, it just looks good, right? Is that? Yeah. The lighting Uh. looks better. The textures look better. Um. Are you, are you vaguely aware of where it's located in the Incredibles timeline? Where this sits? I'm a, okay. What I'm what I yeah. Tell think, me what you know. What I not. know is, or what I think I know, is yeah. that it is um. It's just after the end of the first one. Is Correct. It, okay, and it involves a sort of switch in gender roles in terms of who's doing you know what is the Correct. okay. Which honestly I'm excited about because the, the the sequence. That's in, essentially it. That's essentially okay. all the, the trailer shows. Because anyway. the sequence in, in in the first one with Elastigirl through the doors and where her legs like kicking the the, the, the two guards. I know you know what I'm talking about. If we can get like stuff like that for a movie, I am far from you know complaining. Um, I hope we get to see you know what's his fate. Oh my god, hold on. Um, what's the villain? I'm I'm so sorry. Um, the guy at the end of Incredibles one, the like the 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 villain, who like behold, yeah, beyond the minor. If we get to see like him at the start, it's all like a, a ploy thing. That'd be funny, but yeah, I know the he basic story. The oh, he is okay, cool. I know the basic story. I said I'm not seeing any actual footage because I'm a little annoying person. But what what about you? From someone who's seen sort of glimpses of how. Obviously, I don't think it's much, but judging by what I've heard, but are you hyped? So yeah, are you hyped? Are you hyped? I am <laughs> really excited. I'm really, I am really excited. There's only one bit that's little, that's bugging me, mm-hmm. and that's I, I don't know how much of a role, uh, Mister Incredible and uh, Frozone are gonna play in this movie. Ah, yep. So, I, I, I think I need to see one more trailer. To to really quash my my fears. Do we think it's gonna be like a a similar thing where they band together, you know, halfway or three quarters of the film, or do we think? I hope so. I hope it's not a one sided thing because at least with the first one, you know, obviously it's centered on Mr. Incredible, but then we brought them all together at one point. So hopefully they sort of, you know, split. Hopefully it's like I mean, there's you know, it's it's not like Avengers. You don't worry about giving time to like twenty freaking superheroes. Like Brad Bird, you got this. But he's got this. Like, I have I have all the faith in the world for this movie, which I'm both scared and excited about. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, so I, I I probably will still just see this day one, but I, I think oh. I need one more trailer yep. just to, just to quash to, any just to solidify the concerns. Yeah, <laughs> just to see like like I don't know a family shot of them working <laughs> together. Yeah, my other concern is I don't want it to feel like too much like Incredibles one. I kind of want it to stand on its own because this does feel like it's doing beep beep. As you mentioned, it just feels like a gender swap. Hopefully, Maybe. it's yeah, yeah. That's my other hopefully, problem is that I just hopefully don't want it's to not be. a Finding Dory where you know it's literally Fine Nemo, but you know. But Dory around. was never lost. I know it's okay. It was like Dory's in the movie the entire time. Okay, what are you it's, it's Finding Nemo, <laughs> but the roles are swapped, so the kids trying to find. Her parents. So it's Finding Marlon. That'd be the opposite, wouldn't it? Yeah. So no, it's, it's Finding Dory. It should be called Finding Dory's Parents. Jeez, Pixar, you screwed up there a bit. Yeah. Nice job. But it's no. like someone cut off the, the ending <laughs> of, the, of the actual Finding title. Dory's Parents. Um, but no, Brad Bird has literally done three of the best animated films of all time. So I have no... Like, he definitely... Him and the medium are just, like, together. Like... They're like the best couple, I think. It's Brad Bird and just animation. If animation was a person, they'd be married. I had to think about that for a second. I was like, what's the third one? And then what I do you mean what's the third Giant. one? Are you just seeing Iron Giant? You are, No, no, you? I just forgot that that was animation. That, I, oh, I love that movie No, because so it's a different style of animation. It is. So it was, yeah, it was pre-Pixar. It was him doing the, you know, the, the basic, you know, drawn... Oh, but Vin Diesel, man. Anyway, anyway, different story. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, Tomorrowland's not, not animation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that... You know, okay. He said also, one bust. Go watch Tomorrowland. It's not as terrible as you think it is. I, it's pretty bad, but maybe I was just too excited for it. It's not bad. I like, it's just I, not I like good. Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie is great in the movie. Obviously, Hugh Laurie's a gift. He's, he's great. I miss House. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know where that came out of, but yeah, I miss House. I need that sarcastic Doctor Jerk again in my life. Give me, give me more of that sarcastic Doctor Jerk. You know. <laughs> Anyway, we're going to move to and uh, movie number two. Yes, yes. Okay, you, you, you can introduce You take this away Thank because you, sorry. you are okay. way more okay. this one than I am. My most anticipated film of the year, bar none, bar nothing. Incredibles is obviously close. Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs looks so fucking good. It's, it's, okay, it's stop motion animation. It's his second one by my favorite director, who is, I just said who that is. Um, and so... Probably, probably his best cast put the film, I think. Although all of his casts are like really stacked up. You've got, you've got Edward Norton, Bill Murray, Ryan Cranston, Jeff Goldblum, Tilda Swinton, Francis McDormand, Harvey Keitel, Scarlett Johansson, um, um, Greta Gerwig, Lars Schreiber, ha- um, F. Murray Abraham, Bob Balaban, um, and Ken Watanabe, um, and then some 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 other uh, people. Ken Watanabe. Yes, yeah, it's got a great cast. It looks like he was great in Inception. Oh, he Ken really Watanabe. is. I love this performance. But yeah, this it just it looks like the perfect balance between, you know, um, like Fantastic Fox was great, but this this feels like that with some emotion because it's obviously got a really depressing story and such. And um and um, I love it. I love the trailer, and I'm excited. And okay, you can go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't really top that. I can't top that. <laughs> it's just the, the 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 form of animation was made for him. Like my thing with Fox, it just it suits it so well. When I first saw Fox, I was like, I liked it, but this is really weird. It, 
Isle of Dogs will probably scare the shit out of kids. It's not, it's not a cute story. It's going to be pretty freaking brutal. But um, I sort of love that because there's a lot to love. There's a lot of heart, even if the style is a bit confronting. But yeah, I am so excited for this movie. Kids are weak. Oh, <laughs> kids are weak. Kids are weak. But just buckle up and watch some freaking, you know. Oh, man. Back in the day, we grew up with Looney Tunes and Ishi and Scratchy. And that, <laughs> those are that's some cartoon violence right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I you want to talk about this film? <laughs> I I just I, I I like it. It's 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 number two mainly because it's your number one and it's my probably number six or something. Sit. Continue. <laughs> hey. It's hey, okay. It's okay. Hey, look at the rest of the unanimous movies that we've got to go through still, and it, that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad. 2018 is a very solid lineup. It is. Like, there are some of my unique picks that I feel bad that I didn't actually end up picking. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just had to move, make way for mm. ones that I was more excited for. But anyway. Yeah, move on to number three. Yes. I'll so, like Mission Impossible <laughs> 6. Or, as it is now known, Mission Impossible Fallout. Mm. This looks incredible. Oh, it looks like the best one yet. Even though I love, I am yeah, the so past excited. Two. Cause I love. Yeah, sorry. Freaking, what's his name? Hold on. Ba ba ba. I really feel bad for this. Christopher McQuarrie did Rogue Nation. Now he's doing this one as well. And yes. you know, with Brad Bird doing Ghost Protocol, you know, Rogue Nation. Those feel like just two of the most solid action films I've ever seen. Like they, yeah. they've got great stunts. The story's good. You know, the performances, they got Simon Pegg, which is the smartest thing any, any series of movies has ever done, is to bring Simon Pegg into a, into a series. Um, Let's be honest, the Mission Impossible started to improve yes. when Simon Pegg got introduced. Yes, so. exactly. But yeah, He's a lucky charm. There's, there's a lot of, you know, new stories on, you know, the, 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 the big stunts for this film, and I'm so excited for it, and yeah. They actually showed the one where he jumps in the building and hurts his leg. Oh, did they? Oh my god. Yeah, in the trailer, yeah. You see him jump on from the building from one bird to another, and it's that it's the, that's oh. it's the one where he actually hurts his leg, and I'm like, oh, oh no! <laughs> I am not an action yeah. junkie, but the, these movies just you know, I just can't. They're like crack, they're like stunt crack. If that you know makes sense, they're just oh, they're they're really exciting stuff. They fill the void that Jason Bourne left. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you think about it, Mission Impossible kind of took a fair amount from the Jason Bourne movies. Mm-hmm. I think so did James Bond. But yeah, now I feel like watching the Bourne, the, the Bourne trilogy now. Damn it. Why did I do this to myself? <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I I really love Ghost Protocol. Like I really yeah. really love Ghost Protocol. I I thought Rogue Nation was still really good. I didn't like it as much, but that's very mm-hmm. very minor. Just very very minor uh, drop. But uh, bring Christopher McQuarrie back is such a good move because the visuals in Rogue Nation were fantastic, especially mm-hmm. that op- that opera scene. I love that opera scene so much. <laughs> it's arguably, probably, yeah, it is my favorite Mission Impossible scene. Like that—that's how good that scene was. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm really excited to see 
the idea of um, Tom Cruise basically working against the government. That's it's exciting. And we've got um, Superman himself is in this movie. I, I just remembered. Hmm. <laughs> I just, I'm just getting flashbacks to the whole. I mean, um, look, if you Justice kept, League thing with the mustache, if you kept it on for a reason, <laughs> then the movie must be good, right? <laughs> like we have to assume that. I mean, that the mustache better be worth it, you know. It looks perfect that mustache. Oh my gosh. Why don't they just keep Smith with the mustache? I don't know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I reckon yeah. it would work. Be like, oh, you're risen back for the risen back from the dead. But you're wearing a mustache now. Mm, mustache. Really? Of all the things you're going to question in this movie, your mustache is mustache? what's going to question you the most? <laughs> Must- the mustache? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Ah, yeah. I really, really am pumped for it. Yeah. Uh, I probably won't see this week one, but I probably will see it week two. Yep. That, that's, that, that's how I rate it. It's like, week as day one, week one, week two... DVD. That's yeah. going to be so my this, rating. Okay, well, Isle of Dogs is day one. Incredibles 2 is day one. Impossible 6, I'd probably say week two as well. Like, the hype is there. It's just not through the roof. But it's there. So, that's actually a good way to grade it. I reckon Incredibles 2 for me will be week one. <laughs> just because I... No, no, no. no. Just because I think it'll be really busy around that time. Oh, yeah, of course. So, that's just that. Uh, but we'll get to number seven. That's day one for sure. And we'll get to that. Week but. four. <laughs> really? No, week one. Okay, I was gonna say, I was like, how dare you talk blasphemy to me, man? How dare you, man? How dare you? Anyway, number four. Early man. Ooh, <laughs> a lot of mans uh, in this. In our anime's pick. What a what a sick poster it's got. What? A, so so yeah. Prior to, to this recording, I just showed Nick a new poster. And look, the reviews have been up and down from what I've seen so far, but Ardman is just the best. Like, I can't see myself hating this movie. It looks like such a such an enjoyable film. I don't think I've disliked an Ardman movie. Like, I'm thinking about it. You had Chicken Run. Good. Which, yeah, I really enjoyed Chicken Run. For a DreamWorks movie, like, DreamWorks have had quite a... Uh, the reputation speaks for itself, I think. Yeah. But Chicken Run, I really, really loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you had uh, Curse of the Were-Rabbit. My favourite. Which is... I, I think it's a really good movie. Go watch it if you haven't. It's Don't perfect. know why you haven't. It's bloody... It's, a, it's got a cast as well. Looking back at it, I didn't even realise how many people were in that movie. Great film. Mm-hmm. They even Flushed Away. I really like Flushed I, Away. Yeah, but I'm looking through their stuff, and even though there's some are obviously, you know, less than others, I, I've never disliked one of them. Like... I'm just looking through. Pirates? Actually, did you did did you watch that? Pirates: Band of Misfits. I think that was the weakest one, but yeah. yes, I did see that because I actually got, uh, didn't mind it. I thought it was pretty. It? Yeah, um, David Tennant, Martin yeah. Freeman, Martin Freeman, Hugh yeah, Grant. That. Great cast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Then you got um, Arthur Christmas, which is a great, great film. If you haven't seen that one, which one? Arthur Christmas. That okay. That's actually quite a good movie. Like I have no. I, I have seen it. That I was, have seen it. Yeah. Hugh Laurie, James McAvoy, Jim. That, that was such a surprising movie. It was. Opinion. It was. Like it looked terrible. Like <laughs> the trailers, it looked terrible. 
when you watch the movie, it actually surprised me how it's less good a Christmas movie it actually is. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've got um, this one. So. Yeah. Actually, if you think about it, Arthur Christmas doesn't even look like an other. It movie. doesn't, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm just looking through. All of them have that, you know, d- distinct, not off style, but sort of, you know, unusual style. Like, you know. They look like, like all of them had like this plasticine style because obviously stop motion. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But Arthur Christmas doesn't have that. It's, it's, is, yeah. It's weird. It's probably the most, yeah, unartman, artman. But early man looks fun. I'm excited. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. I like Frost Flushed Away more than I do Chicken Run. I probably were the same. I haven't seen either in ages, though. But, um... Mm. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get crucified for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Early Man does look really good. Yeah. Um, I need to rewatch the trailer for that. But I, I remember when I when I first saw it, I really, really found it, really found it funny. Um, yeah. And Maisie Williams is in this one. Oh. Yeah, she's uh, the girl. She's the girl. You know the girl? The girl? Everyone knows the girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's the uh, the female human that helps the the caveman. Mm-hmm. I can't remember names. I'm bad with names, so ignore my, my uh, negligence of of characters in, in the movie. But um, from one man to another... <laughs> Ah, uh, that transition was perfect. I don't think I've ever had such a flawless transition like that. <laughs> Let's talk about First Man. Okay. <laughs> Come on, you had to like that transition. That was pretty good. That was good. Yeah, thank you for that. So First Man was uh, Damien Chazelle. Yes. Whiplash and La La Land director, two of the... And I feel like that's all oh. you need to know as to why we're going to see And Gosling, again, they, they're... they're Bringing back the Chazelle Gosling duo. Look, this this looks great. It really does. He's not writing it, but it still looks great. I was like, I really hope they bring J.K. Simmons just as like just a, <laughs> a recurring role. He has to write because that then he'd be in. Oh, I hope so. But each in like more ridiculous, yeah, like appearances. Maybe he's like on like the, maybe he's like um. Like he's one of the guys on like the, you know the big room with all the, all the people on the computers and shit like 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 Mission Control, and he's like the, yep. he's like the one guy just screaming at them like guy that like, he could actually do that. Chazelle should get him on board. I'd I'd watch that. Mm-hmm. There's not, not <laughs> much to judge on this. Not judge um, like just. Side. Do we know a plot for First Man? Pun? Is it? Do we know a plot for First Man? I can read you the IMDb. It's nothing much, but please do. A look at the l- I'm not familiar with it. A look at the life of astronaut Neil Armstrong and, le- and the legendary space mission that led him to become the first man to walk on the moon. That, that's it. So it's Apollo 11. C. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That sounds awesome. Gosling will play the title character of Neil Armstrong with Claire yeah, Foy. Yeah, he better look like him. Claire Foy. Uh, I, I, want it to be, I want it to be Brian Gosling <laughs> looking like Neil Armstrong, not... Ryan Gosling. Well, like I can, Ryan Gosling. I, can, I, I got a picture. It's um, it's actually not that bad, actually. He's, it looks like Neil Armstrong he's, would be happy. He, he's got a lasso in this picture, which is quite... He's got a what? Like a lasso? A lasso. Look at the picture. <laughs> okay, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. The, uh, you guys can't see this, but... Yeah. Photo <laughs> it's, it's a picture of yeah. Ryan Gosling with a lasso. <laughs> like... 
you know. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay it's with that. It's got an interesting cl- c- cast. Yeah. Carl Chandler, John... Don't know him. He's, um... You might know him if I listen to movies. Super 8. Yeah, go. Super 8, have you seen that? Yeah, I've made the Super 8. He's like... Oh, one. okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Bernthal, he's in stuff. He's the guy in Walking Dead. He's he, in stuff. He's in Sicario. No. Yeah, no. He's in one... Yeah, he is. He's in Sicario. He plays Ted. Jeez. And yes, all right. I had to do a triple take to make sure that I wasn't being like racist or anything. But yeah, he's in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, to white people. Um, it's because he's Mexican. That's why. Yeah, right. That. But yeah, <laughs> the film hopefully will be a a third hit for Chazelle. But one can only hope. I hope the the visually it, it looks like Interstellar in regards to space. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I want. I want that crisp. That crisp visual effects for space. Well, if you want crisp visual effects, 2001 is is an old film I recommend to you. I know how much you love. <laughs> you love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hang on, hang on. Slam me all you want. Okay? I want slamming. My problem, yeah, my, problem, my problem is the pacing. Obviously, it's a visuals. slow film. But no, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, know. pacing is what what really. Mm detracts the movie for me but that is completely fair yeah visuals I think are great oh the visuals only can do so much exactly like if I'm starting to fall asleep yeah still <laughs> I love the movie but I can't hear shit because they get the sound mixing is still terrible <laughs> like I watched Interstellar about two weeks ago oh holy shit that sound editing is terrible it's it really is nah Nick it's intended it's 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 part of the pl- <laughs> It's part of the uh, act. You got to just deal with it. It's a normal. Whoever composed it felt like they slept on a, on the on the keyboard. <laughs> That's just it's so bad. It it nearly ruins the movie as to how terrible that sound editing is. <sighs> anyway, getting off topic. Uh, first man, really excited, See. and now I'm even more excited because it's got to do with space. Space. And I love anything with space in it. Space. So. Yeah, and then we move <laughs> move on to a thing that I can't really transition from space. We're going to move to... <laughs> space! Instead, we're going to move it to the Oasis. Ooh. Yeah. Ready Player Dude. One. New Spielberg. VR. Video games. References out the butthole. What do we think? I'm excited. I just still am really excited for this movie. I'm I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm going to use your word. This, this film has a possibility to be... A cult classic or a complete mess because of the references. That's basically all it comes down to um, for me. I'm excited See, though, altogether. The reason why I'm more excited than uh, concerned is that the references are important to the plot. Yes, fair enough. So, Hopefully it's not it just, doesn't... oh, references for the sake of references. Yeah. Like,. They all play an important part in establishing characters and plot development and all that. Um, there are some weird things, like, I thought they would stick to, like, the 80s yeah. kind of theme. I mean, yeah, I saw stuff like the Iron Giant and all that, but I was a bit concerned when I saw Tracer from, Tracer from Overwatch in there. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> I get that it's set in... Yeah. I don't know what year it's set in, but, um... Tracer, yeah. 
I was like, the whole point of the, the book was that it's supposed to be like this very cultural 80s kind of film, and that's probably my only concern, is just trying to put new references in there, just because you can. <laughs> Whereas I feel like every... I mean, I'm looking at a shot right now of the Iron Giant, and I'm just already on board for that picture alone. Because yeah, it's such a good picture, just to oh, see. the Iron Giant, back again. Yeah, the resurgence. <laughs> it's it's so weird, like, knowing that that was a flop movie, and then... Oh, man. Like, but th- now it's such a... Co- that's such a classic. Um, yeah. I'm ex- I'm excited. Uh, I've read the book. Oh, yeah. I made sure, made sure to read the book first uh-huh. before, before seeing this. I got but, to um, do that as well. I'd recommend it, just to... You have something to base it off. And you'll understand that, oh, okay, it's not just references for references, you know. There's even an Akira reference. Um, oh. It's actually in the trailer as well. But Akira does make reference in the book too, so. That is exciting. I know how much, I know how much you love that movie, so. It was a great film. So. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Let's talk about space again. <laughs> okay, so this, this, this is an... This is the only indie film on our list. It's quite small, so you might have not heard of it. Um, this film is... Um, Nick, do you want to introduce it? It's, I, I don't even know what, what the name of it is. I, I sort of forgot. Avengers Infinity War! There you go. <laughs> Number one of my most hyped movie of 2018. Nerd. <laughs> Nerd! Yeah. You, you Call can, it. I don't care. You can I don't care. Go for it. It's, gonna, it's, it's Avengers. means Doctor Strange. Meets uh, Spider-Man's in, in Avengers, so I'm not going to say that. Meets Guardians of the Galaxy. Meets End of the World with Thanos. And I'm fucking excited. We did a half-hour review of the trailer. <laughs> two episodes ago. Go watch that. We ramble on, but it's fun. It's great. And uh, any excuse to plug previous episodes is A-OK in my part. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, I'm so excited for this movie. It's the culmination of 10 years of movies, 17 movies to be exact, and this looks incredible, and I hope to God they get this right. I just, I hope, I pray they don't fuck this up. <laughs> I don't usually swear, well, that's not a lie, I do swear a fair bit, but I, I, I need to emphasize that they need to not screw this up. <laughs> this needs to be good. I think so long as it's got I don't think it can do it the way I I see it possibly happening is it won't succeed so much as a great film because of the 20,000 superhero films uh, superheroes in it I think what it can succeed as is just a great time if that makes sense so the difference between like obviously if they do it obviously it's really hard to do that right as well but if they just, mm-hmm. you know, give give the fans what they want, make it look good, you know, have some epic fights and stuff, actually, you know, make it work as a, as a story, that I think will be enough for it to be, you know, loved by everyone. So hopefully they at least do that. And then well, this board. is the reason why I have faith, is that it's going to be written and directed by the Russo brothers. Mm-hmm. So the Russo brothers previously did Winter Soldier and Civil War. Yep. So I have complete faith in them. Plus, James Gunn is uh, also looking over the screenplay. 
So at least you'll know that they that he'll get the guardians part right. Yep. So I'm cool. Uh, I have I have at at worst I reckon it'll be a good movie. At best, <laughs> it'll be the number one movie of all time. So okay, that that's a pretty high bet. No, no, I mean like box office wise. Oh, okay. <laughs> like like it's gonna crush Avatar oh. if they get this right. It'll crush Avatar. Yeah. And I am totally okay with that. <laughs> Ten years in the that's, making, right? <clears throat> that's something about number one movie of all time. Okay, calm down. I don't think it's going to be like... Yeah. Masterpiece. But I think as long as box it, office as wise... It, as long as it excites and entertains, I think, you know, that's fine. That's, that's enough. And going from one superhero movie to another... Actually, before we do, do you have any thoughts on Infinity War? Yes, no. Go for it. Um, I'm just excited to see Thor and the Guardians get up to shit because that trailer promised some exciting stuff with them. But that's it for me. I'm intrigued to see how it all sets up after the events of Ragnarok. That's oh, that, be... Ragnarok had a pretty, you know, interesting ending, <laughs> you know, to, mm-hmm. to build off of. So, just just slightly interesting, yeah. All right, from one to another. <laughs> Speaking of one mo- one movie to another, we'll go from one superhero movie to another, and let's talk about Deadpool two. Mm. Even more Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool two, Electric Boogaloo. That's what we're gonna call it, aren't we? Yeah. So, we have very little actual information about what the movie has. We know it has Cable in it. We know it has Domino in it, and that's about it. They've been pretty coy apart from that. Actually, what do you think of the look of Domino? Because that's been quite uh, controversial. Um, just going to refresh my face. Oh, right. Look. I think it fits with the film's sort of look and stuff. Even if it's not, you know... Even if there's some differences between the source material. I presume that, that, that that's where most of the issues lie. Um... I have no actual issues with it because I don't. I'm not really aware of Domino in terms of actual character. So I say, do what you gotta do. You know, just give me a film. What you gonna do when they come for you, <laughs> oh bad God. boys, bad boys? Hey, is that coming 2019? Bad Boys Three. I hope not. As in, like, because I know it's coming. It's coming. Don't you worry about it. But I don't know when. All I know is that it's not 2018, and that's that's okay with me. But, um, I like the little teaser things they've been doing for it. That Bob Ross one. <laughs> yeah. So good. <laughs> All the different colours of the paint. That's great. Uh, and the most recent trailer, when you meet Cable, they haven't, um, they haven't done the arm. <laughs> it's just, it's just green. That's, that's great. Um, but yeah, apart from that, we really don't have much else to really work with. That that's that's good and bad, I guess. I was kind of hoping to expect a little more, like a proper story trailer. I don't don't want to give too much away, but I kind of want to know at least where we're taking the character after this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because De- Deadpool on its own just feels very standalone, but they can take any numerous ways, and I just don't know. I 
I, I'm, I'm concerned. Again, concerned. I'm concerned by the fact that we know essentially nothing mm. about Deadpool and his and his buddies. <laughs> Although I am glad to see Nickus on a teenage warhead again. That was pretty. That's such a cool character in the first movie, mm-hmm. and I'm glad she's back. For yeah, this she, one. Was, she was really good in that one. Uh, yeah, I really don't have much else to say because there is not much really to talk about in regards to Deadpool 2. Except I hope it's as good as the first one. <sighs> I hope. I hope. This is the problem with the anticipated movies. Most of them is just like, I hope that I don't screw this up. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yep. Yeah. Alright. Let's go to unique picks. Let's go with yours first. Oh, okay. Because cause you, you can talk for a fair bit and then I can just sit back and relax. <laughs> okay. Have, have a little nap in the process. My so. Don't picks, mind me. Picks, 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 picks. My first pick. I'm actually going to randomize this. <laughs> so organized. I am organized. And I, I, I know my picks off by heart. I'm actually going to randomize these because then you won't know about my amazing transitions. Okay. Speaking of sci-fi, Annihilation is my first pick. As soon as you said sci-fi, <laughs> I knew you were going to say Annihilation. Annihilation is the next film from Mr. Alex Garland, who um, did an amazing debut for uh, X... Oh, not debut, sorry. Like, sci- sci-fi debut thingy with um, X Machina. This film is amazing. If you have not seen X mm-hmm. Machina, you should watch X Machina. Because it's so simple in terms of like its scope, but it's so good. Um, I haven't, but it's on my list. Yes, good, good. Um, but yeah, this looks great. Great cast. Story is really um, interesting. If it's, it, it follows this sort of, um, sort of another complete story, which is probably to my benefit. But it's like sort of like this disaster zone with like this environment sort of crazy thing. I don't know, but basically. We, we follow Natalie Portman and she's like a biologist and she's like doing scientist shit. It visually looks great. It went through a lot of flack recently because the studio wanted it, wanted to change it because of how the audience treated it, which we all know is bad because that obviously means the movie's complicated, which means it's exciting, it's fresh, so don't do that. Luckily, the studio did not get what they wanted and the film will be releasing um, the way intended. Bad news though, for people not in the US and Canada, we are getting it straight to Netflix. We will not get a cinema release for this film, which disgusts me because it's a sci-fi, um, you know, it's a wonderful looking sci-fi film that we will not get to see on the big screen. But, you know, straight to Netflix, everyone will get to look at it. At least that's good. Anyway, um, but yeah, despite that, I'm a super excited for this film. And, um, yeah. I <clears throat> sorry. I, I nearly had this on my list because yeah. again, much of the same reasons as you. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the Netflix part of it. Like that disgusts me. I don't know why. Is that is. just like a lack of faith in? That's a lack of in the audience watching it. Like, like I don't look, get. The way I say it is, even though that's probably the case. It's sort of like when I go to see, you know, freaking, you know, Lady Bird, for example. When I saw Lady Bird, right? Thankfully, that was a packed cinema. But seeing like. Half the people next to me walk into freaking Maze Runner 3, which is a bit, by the way, instead of, you know, original, you know, exciting film. I think that sort of tainted the way people think Annihilation will be, will be interpreted, like, 
re received. So even though I think sci-fi does really well in terms of like new stuff, they, they obviously, like you said, don't have faith in us and have just pushed it for straight Netflix. They obviously don't want the pay. Hopefully something happens in the meantime, like one cinema decides, you know what, fuck it, I want to go against the grain. Can we please have this movie? But it looks like it's pretty solid on Netflix because they don't, they don't think we can, we can enjoy stuff like this, which is sad, but yeah. Actually, <clears throat> wow, that was terrible. Actually, <laughs> one thing, because we brought up sci-fi and how you said it, it does pretty well. How do you think Pacific Rim Uprising will do? Because that's not on either of our lists, but it is coming out this yeah, year. Yeah, that, that, that's got to do well, right? Like, I, I haven't seen the first one, so I'm not sure what the stuff... Like, to me, it screams, big robots doing blob shit. It seems like Transformers by... <laughs> by no, no, no. A, a, no, 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 no. So no. it's big robot fights creature from underneath the earth. Oh, so but it it doesn't involve a robot bashing shit. So well, it's it's robot. It's, okay, it's it's less a robot and more like uh, Power Rangers. Like in the sense that they all like a bunch of humans control the robot. Oh, yeah, right. You get me. So, so they're not all like coloured and dressed up, but I mean, just like okay, when they all so like, come it's together a robot to with make that robot. Inside a bashing shit. I'm just gonna tr I'm just gonna go with basically it involves big things hitting things, and I'm sh I've heard the first one's really good, but people love that stuff. This has got to do well, right? Is that how much of Pacific Rim box office? <laughs> okay, it did pretty well. I mean, it was Guillermo del Toro, which I believe is oh great. del Toro. What a mad. Okay, four hundred and. 11 million. Yeah. Uh, from budget. US, yeah. Budget, budget was only 190, which is. So that's pretty good. Um, it got. Um, uh, did okay. It, it did pretty well. Worldwide. Oh, worldwide was 400 million. Oh. It didn't do that well domestically at all. Only got 100 mm. million. Okay. Again, so I just, and I just made this money back. Then, yeah, twenty four percent of its profits were in America. <coughs> okay, maybe it won't do that well. I don't know. Hmm. Well, well I thought I thought, the, I thought the first one was fun. Anything was spectacular. I thought it was fun. It looks great. Like, well, great enough to you know, f it, it looks great for what it is. So I might check that one out. And any Australian any Australian representation is good. Representation oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Alright, getting off topic. Let's talk about your next one. Right, my next pick. Speaking of puppets, um, The Happy Time Murders. Oh! Okay, this is sort of like a weird one, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Got to sell me on this one, unfortunately. Ooh, Brian Henson. The, the... Who you, any relation to Jim? Any relation to Jim Henson. Um, okay. He did my second favorite Muppet film, The Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, mm -hmm. uh, oh wow! His 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 wife's the chick from Ferris Bueller. That's exciting. I never knew that. Huh. What the the one the the his you know Ferris's like girlfriend where they go around and do stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. so this is a comedy. Well, comedy because it's you know it it's like a it's like a 80s mystery sort of vibe film. And basically, the plotline is just so I get us both up to speed. Mm -hmm. When the puppet cast of an 80s children's TV show begins to get murdered one by one, 
a disgraced LAPD detective turned private eye puppet takes on the case. Now, if that hasn't sold you, then I'm give up on your on on you. Okay. Brian Henson. My first early reaction to that was what? Brian Henson is <laughs> is, is 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 bringing puppets back. It's got an interesting cast with the likes of. I'm not I'm not sure how I feel about the cast, honestly. It's all the one downside for me, but I'll list them for you. We've got Elizabeth mm-hmm. McCarthy. Okay, yeah. Maya Rudolph, Elizabeth Banks, Joel McHale. <coughs> We've got a very American modern comedy sort of, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. But personally. outside of that, everyone else is unknown. The way I see it is they're people that are actually good with puppets. So hopefully that's the vibe we're getting from this film. All, but, you know, I'm a huge Muppets fan. I'm a Muppets fanboy. This, this, the plot line... Sounds great. The vibe sounds great. We don't actually have a trailer or anything yet. There are some screenshots, I think. Um, it looks like a lot of fun. Hopefully, it's not like a Muppets Most Wanted and more like a Muppets. Um, but yeah, this is actually from what's actually going to happen. Judging by some really interesting screenshots. It's sort of got like this sort of like... I'll pop, I'll, I'll pop some in chat, but the way the... um. The way the film looks, it's sort of like... I don't know how to explain it. Maybe you can help. It's sort of... It, it looks like a painting, sort of. Like a like a picture book. In the way that it like doesn't look picture. too realistic. If you get... You know... I kind of get what you mean, yeah. But, um... I don't know. Like, while I'm intrigued by the puppet aspect... Yeah, I, I get I'm, the... I'm, you, you yeah. really didn't sell me with the Melissa McCarthy part of it. Look, yeah, she's a hit and miss. I love to inspire, uh, if I'm being honest. Ghostbusters me, happened. <clears throat> for me, she ranges... Well, I don't know She ranges from... Watchable... <laughs> to bad. Fair enough. <coughs> I can't talk. Yeah, watchable to bad is, usually, is my ranking yeah. of like, every performance I've ever seen her in. Watchable is Bridesmaid in the very little bits of Spy that I've seen. Bad is like Tammy. Oh god, I've never watched watch, that. Don't watch Tammy. It's not worth your time. But that's that's the range, and I, 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 that's that's not a selling point in my opinion. She just <laughs> she hasn't done anything that I'm like. To me, huh, I know. she could actually act. To me, the selling point <laughs> is director and story. But yeah, hopefully she doesn't shoehorn herself in too much. But I'm still ex- I'm still you know. Interested? Yeah, but you yeah, know. that's fair enough. What? Yeah, I'm not just a pick. I I get as I get it. I get it. But yeah, yeah, casting choices. Yeah, casting choices still somewhat important. Speaking of casting Especially choices, recognizable. My next, um, <laughs> my transitions are so good. Um, my next pick is Perfect. Mute. Mute is another Netflix film, which is discouraging. But I don't give a shit if it's good. It's good. Duncan- it's also been delayed a year. Yes. Okay. Mm. Duncan Jones. <laughs> it's coming out really soon. This is probably the the, the, uh, the earliest we're getting a, the film um, on my list. I think. Yeah. On your list, yes. Yes. Because my list is already has one that's yes. already out. So, mute Duncan Jones. He did Source Code, Moon, which I both adored. Warcraft. Still haven't seen I, Moon, but I, I love oh, Moon. Is phenomenal. Warcraft. I love Source Code though. Source Code is. Uh, it's just so smart and it's entertaining, you know. I haven't seen Warcraft. I don't want to see a lot of Warcraft guy. Yeah, I, I don't want to see that movie. Son of David mm. Bowie, which 
I I learned far later than I should have. He's a great filmmaker, I think, despite you know any Warcrafty and things. This film's cast excites me. Alexander Skarsgård, impress me. Paul Rudd, yep. Sam Rockwell, yep. Justin Theroux, yep. and Noel yep. Clark. That's right. What? Noel Clark is in this film. Mickey. Yes, Mickey. Jesus. Yes, it's what got a, what a what a weird choice. It's got a great vibe. Good on you. Good on you, Noel. I know, You're right? Enough okay. In in, okay, the, the plotline. In a Berlin of the future, huh, mm. a mute bartender's search for his missing lady love takes him... What a weird expression. Takes him deeper and deeper into the city's criminal underbelly. Um, I love the tone of the film. It's got this sort of... Well, I mean, you can picture how it's going to be based on the description. The cast is good. Director's good. People, you know... I've seen him share concept art and stuff on Twitter. So, the... The way it looks is great. As long as, the, hopefully, the story matches that. So, Sam Rockwell and Paul Rudd, like, how are you not already good with it? And Noel Clark, I hope he has a good role in this. I'm just excited for this film all around. It's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Actually, speaking of Sam Rockwell, I recently rewatched Iron Man 2. Mm. He is great in that movie. He's so funny to watch. Yeah, you, you probably didn't even remember that he was in that movie, did you? I have to, yeah, I have to Google it. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, he played Justin Hammer. The oh right, the yeah, to, the opposition what to Tony Stark. What a great film, right? Mm. <laughs> and then you got Paul Rudd, as you know. Oh man, so. man Paul Rudd! <laughs> I was like, damn, you're really getting with the the Marvel references there. <laughs> Skarsgård was um. Skarsgård. He's a scientist, wasn't it? Yeah, I can't remember his name. I Selvig, think so. Yeah. Goddamn, Eric Selvig. <laughs> I'm making them a mission to try and remember Marvel characters <laughs> as we'll discuss at the end there's a reason why uh huh but yeah then Noel Clark was a surprise threw that out of left field and didn't see that one coming yeah um yeah uh, I think this is pretentious to be really good if it doesn't get postponed to 2019 no it's no no then don't even make jokes like that you're and about. then it'll be in your best of 2019 yeah <laughs> 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 Ah, uh, yeah. I'm never living you down for for, for oh, not fixing so your nice. dates properly. Oh, that's funny. Uh, Alright, move it to the next one. My next pick. Speaking of... Um... Um... Uh, love. Yep. Love, you Simon. You your list in front of you and you're still... I'm trying to think of a transition. Love, Simon is my next pick. Now. Yeah. Disclaimer here. There is no way this film is going to be a great movie. At best, it will be a good film. Because it looks like you know that film that that you <laughs> it look looks garbage. No, it's it's, it's, not, it's gonna be garbage. I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna <laughs> give it a high score. I can tell. It's got you know it's a high school coming of age story, but it's, you know obviously it's about a gay kid. <laughs> That's right. If you're out there, isn't it coming of age stories? <laughs> is that you know a closeted gay kid at high school? You know that's not familiar. Um, the cast is is you know you got Jennifer freaking Gardner in it, which is enough for me. Um, I actually mm. love her. No, I don't care what you say. I actually love her. Um, you saw a lecture, right? No. So watch her in that. I'm I'm good. <laughs> I'm gonna stick to thirteen going on thirty, and 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 that's it. Um, and alias. Oh, alias is great. Arguably, her two best. Yeah, she's done. Anyway, look, it looks like just a nice, charming film that I'm gonna like a lot. And even if there's not, it's not, it's not nothing, you know, no cinematic, you know. Mm, artistic mm, 
things going for it, you know, I'm hyped for a different reason. So that's my next pick. Wait, what? Hyped for a different reason? Like, like, normally, I get hyped for films because it looks so good, but this one's like, it looks good in the sense that, you know, my my rate my rating will be purely subjective. It'll be like. I don't care what you say, that this film is so sweet, you know? It's sort of different to how I usually... For example, most of these films I think will be like great movies. This one, I don't think it'll be great. I think it'll be really good. Or just good. But it's hard to explain. Like, it doesn't look too, you know, exceptional. It's just a coming-of-age high school story. But, you know. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm gonna... I'm gonna um... Bash it? You little shit. No. Gen- no, I'm not gonna bash it. You little it. shit. But I will say this. Um, I reckon out of all the movies that you've said, or that you will say, this will be the one that'll flop. You think? That'll be my prediction. Oh, I hope not. But you're probably right. I think there are too many variables that can make it go wrong. As as you've commented yourself. Yes, I think... So... I think it's been released in America. I'm not sure how it's doing there right now. Like, two years ago, it got released. So, hopefully... I don't, obviously, you know, that, that, that doesn't tell us anything. But... Mm-hmm. I think people... That's true, it doesn't, but... Yeah. I say the appeal... I also say the, you know, obvious, you know, issues one would have with it. But, um... Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Movies number four for you. Okay. This is my best transition yet. Speaking of another yep. gay coming of age story, Boy Erased is my next pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy with this one. Now, this looks slightly better. Okay, it's got... I always mispronounce his name. I don't know. I never actually saw on it. Joel Edgerton. Or Ed... Is it Edgerton? Okay, yeah. It's is Edgerton, it? yes. I don't it know. Is. I can't tell if you're... Okay. Sydney guy. So, he's he's your side of the town. Um, yep. He's directing this film. Boy Erased. Um, Lucas Hedges. Russell Crowe. Nicole Kidman. Xavier Dolan, who is the director of another pick that I've yet to announce. And mm-hmm. Tro- uh, Troy Sivan, which is exciting for a weird reason. So this is a, another sort of, you know... Controversial yeah. sun- opinion. I yeah, really look. I the hype behind Troy. Yeah. He's... Usually the music... That, that, that type of music wouldn't... I don't like it, but he's an exception. But that's a different discussion for another day. The mm-hmm. story follows the son of a Baptist preacher is forced to participate in a church-supported gay conversion program. So... Okay. Slightly less upbeat than the, my last pick. Um, Just a little bit? Yeah. But, Nicole Kidman and Russell Crowe, like, come on. Lucas Hedges has been doing really well recently. He was in Lady Bird, um, Matches by the Sea, uh, flicking Three Billboards. He's been hitting all the right notes in terms of, you know, um, choices in films. So, hopefully, it's another one for him. I don't know how Joel Edgerton is in directing, though. I just have to have a quick look here. I get the impression this is his first directorial debut. Yeah. Okay, it's not. The Gift was his first. Was that? And how did that do? Decent reviews. It got a seven point one IMDb. Okay. Not a shitstorm. No negative reviews from the critics. Maybe he's got something. Maybe. Well, I've just never heard of the Gift. That's yeah, yeah. Same here. I'm just looking at it now. Jason Bateman, <laughs> Rebecca Hall. Um, he wrote as well. This is based on a book. Similar, same as Love, Simon, based on a book by Garrard Conley. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's in post-production right now, so that's exciting. We're going to get it soon-ish, hopefully. But yeah, you know, mainly I'm just looking at it from 
cast, director, plot, and this tickle with my fancy. So I love saying that. I, it's freaking. Yeah, it yeah. sounds wrong. Tickle, tickle my fancy. Fancy. Yeah, that's my next pick. <laughs> tickle I my fancy. Childhood. I got the the mentality of a child right now. <laughs> Tickles. Uh, all right, what's your last pick? Speaking of Xavier Dolan, who is in Boy Erased, the death and life of John mm-hmm. F. Donovan is my next pick. Now. This looks great. Xavier Dolan, if you don't know who he is, is I don't know who one of the most exciting it. filmmakers to ever ever exist. He is mm-hmm. 28 years old, and he has made, I think, five to six features. It's insane. The man is insane. He, his, the man he, is insane. His directorial debut, I Killed My Mother, which I saw like last week, great film. He made it 20 years old. And he's got a talent. <clears throat> Mummy is another film. He's my favorite from his. Great movie. Um, this this has got a. This is good. Uh, judging by his talent, I don't see this being a bad movie at all. Um, obviously, no, no films immune. But Kit Harrington, mm-hmm. Natalie Portman, Susan Sarandon, Kathy Bates, Michael Gambon, and Jacob Tremblay, which is you know an interesting you know pick there. But the film follows. Let me just get the plot line up for you. Uh, a decade after the death of an American TV star, a young actor reminisces the written correspondence he shared with him, as well as the impact those letters had on both their lives. So it seems like a very interesting sort of drama. You've also got Bella Thorne's in it. There's the real diamond in the rough, but opposite. I don't know why the hell she's cast. Bella Thorne. You probably don't know her don't know for good she reason. Is. No. Yeah, she's not she's a good actress Thorne. at all. But <laughs> he chose well, that's not really com- that's not really comforting, is it? Then now, I love how many of my picks have controversy. The main controversy with this film, I'm not sure if you heard, but through what seemed like a very heart wrenching and really, you know, uh, what's the word, thoughtful process f- f- for the story, the actor decided to um, edit out Jessica Chastain from the movie. So she was going to play a villain. I've heard about this, but so I don't know why. She was gonna why, pl- why apparently, she's going to play. She was playing a villain role in a side story that didn't okay. really match with the tone of the film, which is a reason that I can totally be on board with. If, if you have a side story that, that, that doesn't match with the main story or doesn't really connect, good. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's really sad because she's a great actress, and he feels really bad about it, obviously. But yep. it's it's a pure artistic choice, so hopefully, it's been done with you know reason. Castle's looking amazing. I mean, Kathy Bates is, is a gift, if you're aware of her work. Ah, um, oh, of course I have. Yes. Uh, I love her in Misery. She's so good in that movie. Like, hauntingly good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tremblay, you know, this is an interesting role for him. Harrington, it's just got a great cast, and this director is very good at... Just He just gets people. He just... He, he gets relationships... Oh, really well. His two most, most popular movies are about a mother-son relationship. So hopefully, obviously, it's not not about that. But he just he he sort of gets human nature a lot. So hopefully, this film does well on the emotional, sort of humane side of things. And he's freaking twenty-eight years old. So holy shit. Yeah, that's my final pick for anticipation. Boom. There are some good movies there, I'm not gonna lie. Like there are some that I feel do much well. Yeah, I feel much better about this list than my last year's list, if I'm being honest. Well, <laughs> do you wanna talk about your last year's list? I still have not seen fucking the the space what is it I forgot what it was called. 
the space between us. Okay. I never want to watch this movie. Ever. But that's it from that. Going style was not bad. It was not just not great. Um, mm-hmm. What else do I have? Um, <laughs> you can't even remember what you had last year. It right. was it was a Do you want to tell you? Do you want to tell you? You have it? Oh my god. I have it on. I still have it, yes. Go. Alright, so your unique picks for last year were Going in Style. Decent. Which was an average of 57%, so... It was decent. It was better than I thought it'd be from the reviews. Yeah, like, that's, that's pretty not bad. Okay, go. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, God. 73, yeah. 73%. I d- which is actually your highest. Oh, really? <laughs> that wasn't even that good of a movie. Oh, man. Okay, next. Yeah. Because, um, I'll, I'll say why. Because it's a mixture of the INDB score versus the Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Yeah, anyway. So, uh, yeah, Beauty and the Beast, 73. The Space Between Us, 41%. Next. Uh, Murder on the Orange Express. Oh, far out. Yep. I was, 63%. I, will, I understand past me being excited for that movie. But, yeah. Did you end up watching it? I did. It was not terrible, but it was not good. Just like a I need to ask, because I have really no intention of saying it. Do they change anything from the story? Um, they change the way... that They dramatise the ending, but the beats are all the same. But it's the same ending? Mm-hmm. Which is okay. good, but also bad, because there's so many people who... <laughs> then I have no point in watching it, then, if it's the same No, there's so, many, there's so many people who are coming to this as their introduction to the story, which you shouldn't. Watch Pyro, watch... watch read the book, do something else, you know? I'm I'm just upset. That <laughs> I've this... got two copies. I'll read either one of them. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's such a great story. I, I'm just sad that people will be introduced to it through that film. Is all. Yeah. And then you had mute. Yes. Which well we saw what happened to that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which didn't come out. So it's uh, that was your bad there, wasn't it? So that's pretty. Uh, I don't know how to feel about that. You have. I can't, it can't be that bad. 73% was your best overall, though. That's... I don't know how to feel about that. Uh, we'll talk about my ones after we do my unique picks, but yeah, that's... <laughs> oh, <sighs> boy. Thanks, Nick. No worries. Just know that I did beat you overall. Obviously. Like, I only had, I only had one terrible movie by comparison. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, but anyway... Hit me with your best shot. My, u- my unique picks. Uh-huh. All right. So, the first one I want to talk about is Black Panther. Yes. <laughs> now, this feels kind of like a cheat because it's already out. But I came up with this list before this movie came out, so I think that's okay on my part. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a real... I liked the trailer when I saw it. As I've, My only problem was the music, as I've mentioned uh-huh. on Twitter yesterday. I, I don't like... like I, I'm, I don't, I don't dislike Kendrick Lamar's music, but doesn't like. Wow, this is incredible! You know, it wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't that kind of feeling. So that was my only concern. But I don't know. I I just liked the idea of seeing Wakanda for the first time. And yeah. It'd be interesting to see how it differs to something like Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman's very similar in that aspect. Uh, you have like. Instead of Wakanda was Themyscira, and you had kind of had the fish out of water aspect with like this really isolated society. Yeah. Instead of being like all women, it's all black people. So. Mhm. There are similarities, but was any focus in um 
No, no, no. Like it wasn't. He wasn't in Wonder Woman, though. No. This is all black. Mo- all black with Annie Circus. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Apart from the two Tolkien white guys. Yeah. I didn't know that joke, but that's. that's I love funny. that joke so much. Yeah. Two talking white uh, guys. Yeah. Martin Freeman and uh, Andy Circus are the two white guys in this movie. And, um, uh, and, and, and um, Martin Freeman is the reason that this movie sold me, actually, to be, to be fair. Wasn't any of the black cast, it was Martin Freeman. Because <laughs> he looked cool as shit in Civil War, and I was like, yes, I can't wait to see more of him. Um, I've heard it's done well, and when I end up seeing the movie. Whenever that may be, it will happen. I will make it a mission to see this movie, <laughs> <laughs> especially before Infinity War. Yeah, um, uh, I am. I am very, very excited for to, to see how that plays out and whether it reaches the hype that I've heard of it. Like I shit you not, I've heard people say, "Oh, this is gonna. This is the best superhero movie I've ever seen." I really doubt that. But I hope that at least tries to reach that kind of level. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you, you want to believe, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to move on to my next one now. Because <laughs> <laughs> anything that I have is just essentially the trailer, and most of the people in Black Panther are kind of unknown, to be fair. Uh, you have, like, Chadwick Boseman, who was great in, in, uh... Was he in Avengers 2? Or was he just... This, was he in Civil War? I don't like, know. he was in Civil War. <laughs> yeah, that, that okay. sounds right. Yeah, okay. Anyway, Michael B. Jordan. It's Michael B. Jordan, let's be honest. Even in Fantastic Four, he was still probably the best part of that movie. Uh, but he was great in uh, Creed, and I'm excited to see what he does in this one. You have Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah. I so apologize if I got that name wrong. <laughs> Uh, she's in the movie, and I heard she's a good actress, and never seen any of her movies with it, so, sorry, I'm just not, I'm not like George, okay, I don't watch 50 movies in a month, okay, <laughs> Shut I'm up. not that guy. What, you, you denying this, we literally t- talked about this in the previous podcast. <laughs> it was like, one month, it was an exciting month for me, you know. Have you, have you reached those heights yet, or have you finally died down to respect Obviously, I mean, 20? you know, in year 12, can't reach those heights until... Like December, then you watch Big mm-hmm. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the for Martin Freeman's in this, Andy Circus is in it. Forrest Whitaker was a surprise. Um, I personally, uh, uh, I, th- I thought he was a surprise choice. I mean, really shouldn't because he's a black guy. <laughs> that sounds so racist. <laughs> In the context of the movie, it's actually not. It's really not. But um, yeah. And the director is uh, Ryan Coogler, who <laughs> previously directed Creed, mm. so... He's also directed Fruitvale Station, but I haven't seen that, so I really can't judge that, but Creed's really good. And for a, for his most well-known movie being Creed, I mean, that's kind of a, a high standard you've set yourself there. So, I don't know, I'm really excited. There's There's a lot that can go right, there's very few things that I think will go wrong with this movie... Uh, I guess we'll see when we end up actually, or when I end up watching that mm-hmm. in the coming days. Yes. What are your th- What are your thoughts on Black Panther? Because you kind of died out from the super. I am superhero fatigued, unfortunately. But Black Panther looks like the uh, it, everyone's calling it the best film of the MCU. 
that so many of my friends have reviewed uh, in America saying, oh, it's the best MCU film. I'm like, oh, I'm excited if that's the case. It, it looks really exciting. It looks really um, uh, different, obviously, for various reasons. I, the cast excites me. You know, it just, with this and Guardians, I like things that sort of step out of the usual. So, for that reason, yeah, bring it on. Alright, gotta go from Black Panther. I've never rated her edition for this. <laughs> Let's go to Sicario 2 Soldado. Soldado. So, this seems like the most unnecessary Weird. sequel I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And yet the trailer looks fantastic. It does. Uh, it's not directed by... The uh, Nibi the New. The, yeah, it's directed <laughs> by him. Instead, it is directed by... Stefano Salima, who I have zero expectations for. I haven't seen any of his movies, <laughs> yep. so I don't know what to really make of that. Uh, but And there's no Emily Blunt in this either, so take from that what you will. That being said, uh, Benicio Del Toro looks fantastic, and so mm-hmm. does Josh Brolin, and I feel like if anything is going to sell you about this movie, it's going to be those two actors. Um, yeah. Uh, I just... I love I love Sicario, and I really hope that this movie tries to re- at least reach the same heights as the first movie, if not even surpass them. Um, you you've seen the trailer. What are your thoughts? Um, on Soldado. Like, it definitely looks intriguing, but I don't know how excited. Like, obviously, you know the the themes of the first one were really freaking cap- like compelling. You know. The whole, you mm-hmm. know, these are bad people. Like, what, like, not th- th- these are bad things people are doing. Basically, it's really fucked up. And for them to explore that, you know, with a, obviously losing the director, Emily Blunt's not reprising her role. So, um, I guess I'm excited. The trailer looks like a good film. I just don't know how it will, how interesting it will be in terms of a sequel to a film that didn't need a sequel. Like the way you said it, yeah. All right, so this is this. So, Soldado is one that may flop. Like, I, uh, yeah, like I if, it, if out of out of other movies I've got, like Soldado may be one that that could flop. But then I've got a wrinkle in time. That would now not I was there's no way. Hang on, <laughs> hang on. I was. Have you seen the trailer? I have. You have? Yeah. It. Uh, I love. I loved everything about this movie until I saw the trailer. I'm like, this looks crap. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like... I, I hope to... It looks yeah, harmless, sorry. but so much so that people will... I think people will flock in to see this, honestly. It's it just... It's got so well, much pretty colours and Disney and... Usually, usually that stuff excites me, but the trailer was pretty subpar. But I'll let you take this. Okay, so the director for this is... I think I'm going to totally screw this up. Ava DuVernay. Yeah. I think that's how you <laughs> say it. Anyway, so she previously directed the movie Selma. Uh, have you seen Selma? I have not. Is it... I've heard good things. I, it's a pretty good movie. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's... It, like, that's a solid movie to have in your back catalogue going into this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also Disney. Yeah. So... It didn't even in quite a role recently, so I hope this train continues. 
And this has got a pretty good cast. Yeah. You have Oprah Winfrey, <laughs> of all people like to be in this movie. You have Reese Witherspoon, who's, yeah, she's had an on and off career. Mindy Kaling, who's had a pretty good resurgence. Uh, Michael Pena. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to feel about Michael Pena. Like, I, he was great in Ant-Man, but I saw Chips recently. He is dreadful in Chips. She, yeah. Do not see Chips. I don't even want to watch that movie. Um, it looks appalling. There's a character, there's a person called Storm Reed. Uh, <laughs> alarm bells ring when your first name is Storm. <laughs> but that's just how it is. Uh, Zach Galifianakis is in this and Chris Pine. So it's a pretty solid lineup. Uh, and I don't know. I feel like everything around it is good. But I have a, bit, have a fair amount of concerns about the trailer. Like, and, and where... Because it, it feels too generic to me. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is such... Like, I've heard great things about the novel that was re- that that this is based off. And that's why I'm really, really concerned about <laughs> the trailer. Like, of all things. Like, I nearly contemplated taking this off my list after seeing that trailer because it really didn't sell me on it, unfortunately. Um, I was actually going to put Venom by comparison. Uh-huh. I was going to slot that in. And then I watched the Venom trailer, I'm like, this isn't that great either. So I didn't put that one in either. Um, yeah. I don't know. If there's anything that could probably flop out of all of them, I think this will be the one that will. Okay. But I'm hoping that it does well. I, I, I'm hoping yeah. that the trailer is um, is uh, the weakest part of the movie and that it actually is more than it's letting on in, in the trailer because... Yeah, as I said, really wasn't a fan of that, that trailer in the slightest, unfortunately. But, um... <sighs> so be it. <laughs> Alright, so I've got... Uh, I've got three to go, haven't I? Mm-hmm. I don't know, I've got to check my list here. Uh, Soldado, Black Panther, Bring on Time. Yeah, i got three to go. Alright. Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. This could go horribly wrong because it's Sony animation, mm-hmm. but this trailer looks—it looks so so good. good. Uh, the art style is what really, really sells this movie for mm-hmm. me. It looks like it looks like it came straight out of a comic. Yeah. Um. Also, it's uh, Lord and Miller were produ- are producing this movie. Uh huh. Did not know and that. And straight away, that's 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 a really pos- really good positive because. Seriously, Lord and Miller have not put a foot wrong at any point so far. I mean, yeah. Lego Movie, 21 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street, Spider-Man. <laughs> it feels like such an odd contrast. <laughs> yeah, I know. Especially after they just came off the yeah. Solo. That's depressing. Actually, let's talk about Solo for a second here. What are your thoughts on Solo? I haven't seen the trailer. I'm, that, I'm being a dick again. But, you know, I haven't been this... this conflicted about a movie since um honestly like this conflicted and excited about a movie since the Hobbit trilogy like it I, I'm a, I love Star Wars but this just looks like it could, it could easily just crumble especially given mm-hmm. all, the, all the flack I'm, the cast just excites me though hopefully they do well I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they'll do well but apart from that I don't think honestly just give me an Obi-Wan film with Ewan McGregor like, that will do... Give the fans what they want. 
You know, I would have preferred that over a Han Solo film. But give me a good Vader movie. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> wait, wait, I got that. That was funny. Uh, um, I wouldn't mind two hours of just Vader killing people. Yeah, just just like the end of Rogue One. Oh, like, just that for two hours. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's all I want. Two hours is just that. Oh man, Rogue One. That's a, that's a. What a disappointment that was for me. <laughs> but anyway, we're not going to topic a little bit. So yeah, Solo. I've seen the trailer. Wasn't really wowed by it. That's I'm not a shame. really a Star Wars guy. Oh yeah. So I don't really care about the intro. In- I can't talk. In- in- intricacies. Yeah, there, we go. <laughs> there you go. I got it out there. Uh, of of Han Solo's backstory. Uh, the guy didn't sell me on Han Solo, so yeah, he, I don't know. He doesn't look like him. I'll probably. Know. If it ends up being like, wow, this is a great movie, I'll probably see it a month after it comes out. Mm. Like, just before it ends, but just before it leaves cinemas, that's where I'll watch it, if it ends up being good. Um, anyway, got to top of it there a little mm. bit. Uh, Spider-Man. I just love the idea of multiple Spider-Mans coming together in this really cool art style. There's a lot that can go right. There's a lot can go that can go wrong. Yeah. But I have, I have faith in Lord and Miller to get this right. I think... Just like a... The point yeah. of these anticipator lists is, like, let the hype throw th- flow through you, right? And if it's not a good movie, mm. I'm talking to somebody but who's I've le- had... I've learnt in recent years to, like, not try to let hype... Yes. Maybe consume just... You. Don't let it consume you, but let it... Let it take control over your sort of, like, will it be good or not judgment. Like, you know? Like... Yeah. I think you're allowed to be a bit excited about something, even if it might not be the best thing ever. Like... Mm-hmm. God, knows how, God knows how many of our picks altogether will be good, like. But I think we've we've got a good lineup. If so, even if I think we've got a more solid lineup than we did twenty seventeen. Yeah, I think, for example, a wrinkle in time. If it's got charm or something, I think that's enough. I don't know how yeah. good it'll be as like a Disney flick. I'd be happy for like a sixty percent rating. Yeah, like sixty to seventy. I can be, say that. That'd be fine. I mean, if if freaking what Beauty and the Beast can get, what the hell did that get? You said seventy something. Uh, 75, I think I was. Yeah. Uh, 71 on Rotten Tomatoes and 70. Yeah. yeah. It okay. was 73 average. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it could do well. And for a movie that really did actually didn't do much at all. So <laughs> When you think about it, Beauty and didn't really do, do much to the, to the movies. I still haven't seen it, by the way, because I have no interest. Oh. In... Yeah. I still haven't seen Beauty and the Beast. Like, the, the new one, I mean. Purely because I think I've already seen it with the original one, so... Hmm. Anyway, uh, Spider Man, love Spider Man. Go to my next pick, <laughs> Tomb Raider. I love Tomb Raider. Oh, please be good. <laughs> please. The first, yeah, the first trailer was kind of disappointing. That second trailer, I am all in. <laughs> as soon as I said, like, I'm a survivor, I'm like, yes, I get this. Yes, I am watching this now. It sold me. I, I don't even think it'd be trash. Like, because let's be honest, the the first one, it's not great, but there's a lot of fun to it. You, you're the one with Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Oh, and, oh, of uh, course I do. And Daniel Craig's American accent, which is <laughs> still the funniest accent I've ever heard in my life. Oh. <laughs> I don't understand why they chose to get a British guy to, to play an American, but I don't know. Um, and then you had the, the Cradle of, Cradle of Life was pretty crap, so, it's only uphill from here, to be honest. 
but then you have like Alicia Vikander. She's a really solid actress. Like, if you if you need like a leading role, she's a great great choice for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it looks like it's taking more out of the um the the recent video game movie like recent uh, Tomb Raider series. Yep. Yeah. Have you actually played the the Tomb Raider games? I played the first one. Finished that one. That was a that was a really enjoyable game. Um, the, the first one is in the first new one. Not the first. Yeah, the one. From yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't have I don't the new one yet. I wonder though. It seems exciting. Oh, uh, good. But yeah, I freaking love Tomb Raider. I hope this movie isn't shit, because there's been some interesting stuff. But, but you're right. That second trailer was just. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I. And Nick you, Frost you talk, you, is you, exciting. You talk about hype. Yeah. You're talking about hype, I mean, that movie. Oh, that trailer. There's a lot to go with it. I love how Nick Frost is, like, I just looked it up, Wikipedia. Nick Frost plays a character called Max, a gunshot clerk. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just love that. I'm like, yeah, of course, you just Nick Frost in there, yeah. Anything with Nick Frost, I can't go wrong, to be honest. So. Uh-huh. I'm excited for that. I'm not gonna give up. I'm a survivor. What a that, that was so badass that part. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not usually a fan of like slowing down music, but it really worked. That song trailer, is so. is Tomb Raider. Like, come on. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just. I want to be good. Same. I'm actually gonna start the Tomb Raider series soon. Actually, I'm contemplating personally whether to, to play Uncharted 3 first or Tomb Raider but we'll see how it goes hmm. what do you think I don't know I'm asking personal opinion there this is, what do you think I should play first Tomb Raider you think I should play Tomb Raider first over Uncharted 3 oh but look one's probably a, a bit more essential than the other that one being Uncharted 3 but um <laughs> Could you stump there a little bit? Yeah, I'm trying to think now. Because I've seen, you know, Uncharted gameplay like the shit. You know what? Do Uncharted first. Because. Okay. I said so. Because <laughs> Uncharted 4? Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's, much, that's probably a, a better reasoning. Yep. Alright. And my last pick The Predator. I actually now know nothing about this movie. Like, legit. Well, Harold, I'll sell you with yeah, two words. Sell me Sorry, it. four words. Ready? Directed by <gasps> Shane Black. Oh. Oh. I mean, really? You excite me, but oh. I'm kidding. He's great. Shane Black is the man behind the motherfucking Nice Guys. Iron Man yes. 3, which is underrated. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. Kiss, Kiss, Kiss Bang Bang. I want to. Ah, oh, it's a great movie. It you is. Wa- it looks yes. great. It looks great. But I think, even if. Even if, even if he had made one movie and that movie was The Nice Guys, I'd be like, give me, give me my money. The Nice Guys was, was bloody perfect for what it was. I, oh, you've seen it, And right? now he's taking on, now he's taking on Predator. I know, what a, what a jump. Um, looking through the cast, the, most of the cast are actually pretty, I, I'm not familiar with any of them except for, actually, so there's Olivia Munn, she's in this one. Mm-hmm. And Yvonne Strahovski's in this as well. Does that name ring a bell to you by any chance? No. Hit me. Wait. Chuck. Oh my god. Your pronunciation was shit. Why is she in this movie? Oh my god. Now I have to watch it. 
Yeah, Australian. She's a, she's a bloody Aussie. Oh. She's from Charkin. Yeah, now I sold you. Yvonne. See, I'm not great, but I sold you. <laughs> you could... Yes. You need to say Shane Buck. You need to say fucking Sarah from Chuck. Oh my god, I'm watching <laughs> this movie now. Yep. Is she play a big role? Do we know? She plays Quinn's ex-wife. Quinn is the main character. And the mother to Tremblay's character. So, so Tremblay... possibly a supporting role. Yes. That's okay, I'll, I'll deal. Tremblay's making his way, holy shit. Like, that, that kid's freaking, what, like, two? And he's, like, doing everything. What the hell? Jacob Tremblay, yeah. He plays Quinn's troubled son. Oh, Actually, my God. I want to see what he's been in. Smurfs 2. Right. Uh, There's a start. Room. He was okay. in Wonder. He's in that movie, yeah, Wonder. Room, Wonder, Book of Henry, Death of Li- Death and Life of John F. Donovan, Predator, and then... <laughs> well, I should have sold you because he's in that movie that you like. Yeah. And then an- yeah. another one... Untitled Lanny Pixels. Pro- I don't know what that is. Uh huh. Huh. There you go. I sold Chris- you. I Chris- sold you with a movie. Christopher Lloyd and Jacob Tremblay in a movie together? Oh, it's an animated movie. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. oh. 2019. Did you just muck my O? You yep. Bitch. Sure anyway, yeah. <laughs> you sold me. I mean, Shenbach was like. Shenbach was like week two. Ivan Shahovsky is like yep. week one. So, yeah. <laughs> sold me. I don't know. I'm excited for that. I'm letting the I'm letting the hype flow through me. This will not be a bad movie at all. I have <laughs> no, zero. No, it cannot possibly be I a bad z- movie. <laughs> yeah, this is not going to be a bad movie. Like, I have complete faith in Shane Black. <laughs> like, even at his weakest, he's still fantastic. <laughs> so, I've got... Yeah, he's, he's got this style that can sort of forgive anything wrong with the substance, you know? It's just his... Exactly. It's it, it, it's his thing. He's he's just... He's too cool for us, you know? We don't deserve his coolness. Predator. I know, I know. Predator. I know. I just cannot, I cannot stress this. Predator directed by Shane Black. I know. Ooh, how'd uh, that happen? Where, where we do deserve that? You, you, uh, you've got 2018. Me from, you've got me from 0 yes. to 100 pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, man, 2018's going to be a great year, I reckon, for movies. And I reckon there'll be three movies that'll totally surprise us. I hope so. Well, I reckon it'll be one mainstream and two indie movies. That's what I reckon it'll be. One mainstream movie will surprise us with it being really good. And there'll yeah. be two indie movies that'll just come out of nowhere and just blow everyone away. Yeah, I'm excited for... What they, what they are, I won't know, but... Now, I have a question Actually, for you. Yes. Not, not that you've probably seen much from this year, but if you would have put 2016 and 2017 against each other, what would you go with in terms of just film? Hang on, 2016 to 2017? Yeah. If you feel like you can judge. Yeah, I'm the same. 2017, so easily. There are so many mainstream movies from 2016 that just flopped. And that really saddens me to say that. Let me just list you some stuff for a second. Just to sort of... That's what I've always been wondering. I still probably think 2014 is the best year of the... Even though 2017 could compare, but I think 2014 is the best year in terms of, like, quality over quantity. But, mm-hmm. 2017, right? <clears throat> Get Out, Dunkirk, Call Name, Shape of Water, Lady Bird, Wonder Woman, Star Wars, Vlog Project, Baby Driver, Mother, Phantom Thread, Three Billboards, Ghost Story, Blade Runner, Big Sick, Logan, Thor Ragnarok, Good Time, Wolf of the Apes, It, Dazars, Post, Sega Deer, Logan Lucky, Coco, Guardians, Wonder, Justice, Itonia, not Justice, 
Spider-Man Homecoming, Okja, Batman Movie, Comes at Night, Mudbound. Actually, I haven't seen Logan Lucky. <sighs> I want to see Logan Lucky. Same. That, that, that looks so fun. But what a year, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, 2016 has some, obviously, gems. But, you know, it's pretty... It's sort of like shrouded in mediocrity. If you catch my drift. Meanwhile, 2015, mm-hmm. what the fuck drift. happened that year? <laughs> no one remembers that. You had, you know, Mad Max, Inside Out, Martian, Star Wars, Sicario, mm-hmm. um, Creed, Carol, mm-hmm. Revenant. Mm-hmm. Then just shit. Everything else. Ant-Man was good. I liked that. Mm-hmm. Jurassic World I didn't, wasn't a fan of. Don't sue me. I thought it was 2014, that one. I could be wrong. Rogue Nation. Okay, Hateful Eight. Okay, it wasn't a bad year. It just wasn't as good. Oh, here we go. Pitch Perfect 2. There we go. Uh, oh. Sorry, oh. mate. No. 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 I've seen your review of Pitch Perfect 2. No. <laughs> just no. It's art. No. No, it's not. Like, I, I thought the first one was fine. I, I love the first one. And then just went, nope. <laughs> no, thank you. No more of that goodness. Isn't it like a summer camp part of it? Oh, that, that was so... <laughs> It just came out of nowhere. Yeah. By comparison, I want to... Yeah, sorry, I can't really talk. 2018, there are still a bunch of movies here. Some of them superhero-related, some aren't. That mm-hmm. nearly made my list, but didn't. Uh, as I mentioned beforehand, Venom was there. Purely because Tom Hardy's Venom is such a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy of the Wasp. That trailer looks really good. It did. The freaking suitcase so, bit... Yeah. Oh. So that 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 was one that nearly made my top, my, my, my nearly made my unique picks there. Mm, uh, same Jurassic here. World: Fallen Kingdom looks better than anything from Jurassic World itself. Yes, so. I agree. So but. that could potentially do really well and be pretty good. We'll just see what happens. Uh, Pacific Rim Uprising, as I mentioned beforehand. Um, what else? Wreck and Ralph Two comes out this year. Yeah. I know about that. Yeah. And the first one was a surprise success, so this could do the well. Or it could do absolutely terrible, but we'll see. Uh, the new mutants actually look pretty good. Like It's like a horror take on mutants. Um, Aquaman, James Wan's directing that one, mm. so that could do well. Uh, what else is there? Uh, there's a... There's a New version of Scarface being done with yeah, uh, that's the Cohen brothers. Should be good. So that's that's an that's an interesting one that one because I'm like it's Scarface, but with the Cohen brothers behind it. So that could surprise us. Uh, Halloween. It's like uh, mm-hmm. they they they're really going back to basics with Halloween. Uh, Jamie Lee, have you seen the photo of Jamie Lee Curtis in it? The what sorry? Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, I have. Yeah. I was pretty excited about that. It was a cool tease. Hopefully it'll be good. Uh, then you've got Holmes and Watson. Oh. Which I think... <laughs> it's, it's, it's like... This it's look, like American This looks like harmless fun. Like, come on. Yeah. This, this looks is like, like a, a fun movie. time. Yeah. Uh, then you got Creed 2 comes out this year. Mm. We are just speaking before about Creed. Yeah. So Creed 2 comes out this year. Uh, Mortal Engines. That's a uh, Peter Jackson directed. This movie. hopefully will be good, but I'm too sus on it to put it on my on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a movie that I saw called Beirut, 
Oh. That was probably my only going to be my indie pick. But I have too many concerns <laughs> with Beirut to... to Beirut? Really. What is that? That's it. It's directed by Brad Anderson. It's got John Hamm. Oh. Rosamund Pike. Oh. Uh, it's about a US diplomat who returns to service to save a colleague from the group responsible for the death of his family. Interesting. Oh my in god. The 80s. 4.8 on IMDb. But that's like yeah. 9 for people. But still. What a shit score. And it's produced by Tony Gilroy, who was responsible for the uh, Bourne movies, if I'm not mistaken. You're probably Tony best for the omission of this film. Because apparently it's, it's an embarrassing movie in terms of like it's... Oh god. Yeah. Users hated it. Mm. Apparently apparently it's historically accurate. Uh, inaccurate, so... That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. But yeah, like I saw there was potential, but I'm like, there were too many problems I had with mm. it to really invest in it, but I don't know. That's why I'm not into the indie movies. I'm just, I go for the mainstream hits and just hope that they don't suck. <laughs> that's why you're the indie guy. <laughs> you're the one that's like, oh, this is the movies that you should see, you know? <laughs> that aren't. Ones that go straight to Netflix. Shut up. That's only two. <laughs> only two. Out of six. Shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I reckon this could be a really solid year. I yeah. really do. Um, oh, by the way, my 2017 movies. So, I had the Lego Batman movie. That, this is my 27th pick, so. Lego Batman movie. Average of oh, yeah. 82%. Great movie. Love that. Coco. Oh. Average of 93%. Coco is so good. Yep. Wonder Woman, average of 86%. I liked Wonder Woman. Okay, fine, yeah, good pick. Shut up. <laughs> Alien Covenant. I haven't seen that. 69%. <laughs> 69. So, <laughs> nice. And the only one that I had that was bad, The Dark Tower, 38%. Oh, that was more than bad. I'm sorry. I don't even need to sound me, but just know how bad that was. Hang on. But my ratio of four good movies to one bad movie. Okay, screw, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. And I also didn't pick the space between us, so... Shut up. That was a mistake. Pass me, hates yeah. future me. Present me. <laughs> if only passed, you knew how bad of a choice that was. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... 2017. Some solid lineup, uh, And we didn't do too bad. In regards to the unanimous picks... We only really had one bad one, and that was The Circle. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, what a the terrible movie. 34%. Uh, the next highest above that was Kingsman 2. That was 61%. And everything above that is 70s, 80s, 90s. So, we did pretty good in regards to our unanimous picks there. We just had two missteps, essentially. Ah, that was fun. Wouldn't you agree? That was fun. That was a great time. Uh, now we just only have to wait. To <laughs> now we just have to wait until this time next year to find out how... How will we ended up doing with these picks? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, better. <laughs> I really hope that the the bad ratios. I think I hope we. I think we got some pretty solid ones there. Um, but yeah, time will tell. Mm. Um, that's about it. You got anything else to really remark about 2017 or 2018 in regards to movies? Twenty seventeen was good, I rate, but no. 
Well, actually, on your unique, unique, you've got a list of un of uh, twenty eighteen unique picks yourself. Is there any of them there that you're like disappointed that you didn't include? Um, let's have a bit of a gander. Well, we didn't discuss. Wait, what's happened to Bohemian Rhapsody? What's happened to that movie? Uh, that, Brian Singer. Delayed. Brian right, Singer. Right, yeah. So it's, 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 it's sort of been... Okay. So I think it's still been made, but because of the whole allegation... Yeah, po me. probably won't. Yeah. Um, A Quiet Place looked really interesting. It's basically about these people who... um, Basically, like, that they have to stay silent or this thing will kill them. I don't know. It looks good as shit. Emily Bunt and John Krasinski. <laughs> what? Yep. No, you were just like, it looks really shit. Oh. Anyway, yep. Red Sparrow looks interesting. Uh, yeah, Red Sparrow, because there have been trailers for that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Actually, true story. My dad's like, is this the origin of Black Widow? I'm like, no, dad. <laughs> no, totally, totally different. Totally different actress. Totally, totally different actress. Oh, one I'm ashamed that I didn't include. The Barbecue, 2018. Uh have you heard of this movie? It's in the art. The barbecue. Have you... Never heard of it. Okay, no, so, I'll read you the plot line. Dazza has a passion for barbecuing. He accidentally gives his neighbours food poisoning. Is this an Aussie movie? To make amends, he seeks tutelage from the tyrannical Scottish ch chef, played by, um... Freaking... What's his face? Manu from, from Michael Jamal's. And together they enter an international barbecue competition. Duh, duh, duh. That's it. I it's, am looking this up because this looks so terrible. It looks so bad. I saw it when I went to go see something on the big screen. I thought it was. Uh, then, I just saw the review, yes. And then, and then there's another movie that I should have included. Straight to Netflix by Martin Scorsese, The Irishman. Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Harvey Keitel, Josh, Joe Pesci, Bobby Cannavale, Ray Romano. This is like the most gangster film since whatever Scorsese recently did. Um, I'm sure it'll be a good film, but I just don't have any huge interest in Mafia stuff, so... There's also one problem with your comment. What? It comes out in 2019. It does? It says yes. 2018 for me. Oh, it got delayed. Oh, boy. Well, then, there you go. <laughs> That's fine, because I, I was going to have this on my list, and then I saw when it came out, I'm like, oh, 2019. Well, I'll wait well, for next year, then. Pretend this website lied to me. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Here's a pick that I definitely regret including. Mamma Mia, here we go again. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hang on. But it stars Academy Award winning I'm not even actress ironic, Meryl Streep in it. Mamma Mia, the first one, is one of my biggest guilty pleasures. I love that film. In the sense that my, my family and I have so much fun with it. It will not be yep. good. At all. At all. They've killed off Meryl Streep. That's the plot line. She's dead. That's the story. Um, and it explores the main character's past. But, fuck it, man. You've got Meryl Streep, Lily James, Amanda uh, Seyfried, Pierce Brosnan, Colin Firth, Stellan Skarsgård, Dominic Cooper, Julie Walters, Christine Bransky, Andy Garcia, and Cher. For some reason, Cher is in it. Because why not? Best of 2018 is Mommy Here We Go Again. I'm predicting it. Don't fight me on that. Alright. So, yeah. They were our anticipated 20... 18 movies. Yeah. <sighs> that was good. That was a lot of fun. 
I feel good. Good, out of that good frustration. fun. Good time. Where can people find you, Ringo? You can find me in... Please give my address. Um, GCAP42 is my Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm retweeting shit on the daily. So you can catch me doing that. Um, catch me outside. How about that? Okay. You don't follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Nickname with the updated memes. When he gives you his Twitter, you do not follow him. Uh, you also find me on Blackwood Films AU on Facebook if you want to say something that's never been used. Um, but yeah, Nick, where can people, if they ever so want to, after they heard you make that meme, find you? <laughs> well, if you want all those outdated saucy memes, go follow me on Twitter at nquest at nquest sixty three. Mm-hmm. I finally got that out. Good job. You can find me. I'm so happy for you. On Facebook at Nintendo Quest. You can also find me on Facebook. Big on the inside, AU. How's your How's the YouTube thing going for Big on the inside? By the way, great. Such conviction there. <laughs> <laughs> it's going really good. I'm I'm loving the progress I'm making. The very slow progress. It's we're getting there, man. I haven't done mm-hmm. it in ages. I'm actually yeah, the worst person to do a podcast with. They come the hard way, but now he's stuck with me. Yeah. yeah. Wow. No, you were just saying. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, so okay. I'm officially retiring. And you can find me on YouTube. <laughs> you can find me on YouTube. A nickname. You just type it on child nickname. Right in there. Doing some Nick thing. Oh. But anyway. 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 <laughs> Until the next episode, guys. Nickname out. Ringo out. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something like, I had a friend who said that Mamma Mia is better than La La Land, and I nearly disowned. Well, him. people hate La La Land, <laughs> so I sort of get that. But come on, guy, come on, you can't even. It was a girl. Come on, girl, come on, come on. <sighs> Actually, I'm trying to. I'm reading the. I don't know. You got me invested in reading the goddamn Mamma Mia plot synopsis. Oh man, it's just, it's it's just like a you know. Yeah, it's interesting. It doesn't say that she dies, but I think it's implied. No, that no. She does. Well, in the trailers, like your mother was the greatest. First of all, you, you said was, so yeah, she's dead. She's dead, son. Hang on, hang on. What? This movie has Naoko Mori in it. What? Toshiko from Torchwood. Oh my god, does she's it? in this movie. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. She plays Yumiko. I don't know. Okay. I'm just looking at the, the, the freaking Wikipedia. And there her name is. I'm like, why is she in this movie for? Why not? You could do so much better. Why are you in this movie? No. She's she's right where she wants to be. No, she doesn't. She's probably like... She's like tied down or something. I don't know. You're Miko. I don't know. I got a bad taste in my mouth now. Richard Curtis wrote this movie? Yep. Richard Curtis. Yeah. R- the Richard Curtis. Uh-huh. 
Four Weddings and a Funeral, Notting Hill, Bridget Jones' Diary, Love Actually, Mr. Bean's Holiday, Blackadder, Blackadder, Mr. Bean, Vicar of Dibley, Vincent and the Doctor, and you're going to talk Curtis. shit about my man here again. Nice try. Number one film of 2018. I've called it. Early store writer slash executive producer. But, yeah. How does how, how do you fall so far, Mr. Curtis? How do fall you so fall f- so far? How do you rise <laughs> so fast? Better question. That guy's going on. No, no, no. I mean, he had such a great run. He's still and going. Then, what do you mean? My man's going to be a masterpiece. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's talk about him for a second. So, he had Four Wings and a Funeral, Bean, Notting Hill, Bridget Jones' Diary, Love Actually, right? Mm-hmm. All solid movies. Yes. He then wrote Bridget Jones 2. Uh-huh. He then was the executive producer of Mr. Bean's Holiday. Yes. He then was in the... He then directed, wrote, and produced The Boat That Rocked. That Nick Frost in there, but... Give or take that one. He wrote War Horse. Yeah, he wrote War Horse. That... Wasn't that like a shit you know movie? That, yeah. Okay, cool. That was the one... That was directed by Spielberg. It was about a goddamn horse. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Then he wrote about... Then he directed and wrote About Time. Oh. That was alright. Yeah. Then he wrote a movie called Trash, which if you all sums up is... Now, hold situation. on. Is that... Ah. No. I think I read the book in that movie. I just love the fact that I get to say yeah, that Jacobus wrote Trash. It's <laughs> so funny. And then the next movie after that is Mel and Me. He yeah. Again. He's a story writer and executive producer, so... I read Trash for school. I've always wanted to see that movie because I had freaking um, Rudy Mara in it. Huh. Anyway. Ah, I'm getting on a bloody goddamn tangent. <laughs> and you watch, she'll get bloody nominated for bloody Meryl Streep. <laughs> Meryl Streep for? Mamma Mia, here we go again. <laughs> that death scene is just... Too real. Beautiful. Oscar worthy. It's going to bring a tear to everyone's eye. It's going to bring a tear to my eye when I get to see the credits. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, I've had enough. I've had enough fun trashing this movie. 